Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ginger Talks podcast. My name is Ginger Snaps, and joining me, as always, is the wonderful Druid. Druid, buddy, how you doing? How you feeling? Well, I would like to thank the casual listener at home uh, for sticking with us after a week of absence. um, Without, you know, I can't decide whether or not I felt really good about the fact that nobody complained, or whether or not it uh, it etches within my very soul that nobody was uh, chomping at the bit to hear more content from us. Um, But yeah, uh, restored from a from the dreaded COVID. I return um, twice as bad. Britney's bat bitch. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> you know, get K fed. Get K fed on the line and tell him that I'm ready to uh, re-enter divorce talks. Beautiful. Uh, no, dude. Uh, seriously, glad you're back. Glad you're feeling better. It. I think everybody who would complain. Um, would understand that the Rona do be a real thing and it just happened to clap your cheeks. So, uh, well, I, I, yeah, well, I was operating under the pretense that it would be still doable, but you know, get yourself, get yourselves vaccined up guys, because that shit was fucking raw, even with that double dose. Yeah. So imagine if I didn't have that shit. Or, or fucking don't, whatever. I guess that that conversation's dry as a bone now, so don't listen to anything I've just said. No, I'll say it. Get your fucking vaccine so we might be able to return back to life as normal. Yeah, and, and if everyone gets their vaccine, then uh, Maroon 5 won't have to cancel dates on the new tour. Oh, God, Maroon 5. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or, well, actually, I've just basically uh, committed a call to action that now people are... Getting IV treatment to remove the vaccine from their bodies, so that's great for me. <laughs> First time to pay it, I was petrified. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> Maroon Five. I mean, and could you could they have picked a more boring shade of red? Uh, listen, I don't want to talk I, about it. Instead, I'm going to introduce our guest. <laughs> for, yeah, from uh, the lead singer from uh, Maroon Five <laughs> tribute band Scarlet Six. <laughs> Everybody, welcome Meep. It's Mana. Hi, Meepsykins. Hi. It's a Meep. It's, it's a Meep. <laughs> it's a Meep. <laughs> so, um, how are how your Mana levels right now? They're pretty good. They're pretty good. I'm re, um, re-upping my Mana right now as we speak. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the wonders of White Claw. so for the listener for the listener we're recording this on saint patrick's day yes we are so oh oh shit it is yeah oh my Mm -hmm. god so here in the states everybody is wearing green and drinking green beer and just getting absolutely shwasty where i might have a few shots of jameson that's you know sitting on my kitchen counter and you know, everybody else is just like, fucking, let's go. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, same. Yeah, the, the people of Ireland literally hate you right now. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I, uh, I fully I know. Dread, I dread, you know, I dread to think how many English people are in the, uh, littering the streets of Dublin right now. 
Oh god! Uh, in giant, in in like novelty hats, uh, novelty guys. Hats. Yeah, I mean like, that's the thing. Like you know, they they wear these like god awful green top hats mm-hmm. that look like you know uh, Mike Myers' cat in the hat. If someone was like particularly ill in the costume department. <laughs> And like Mike Myers wishing he was ill the whole time he was making that movie, so he had an excuse not to go. I mean, that's fair. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's fair. That'll do, Korea. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do, Korea. It's it's St. Patrick's Day, and ironically enough, two bands that I, I really, really enjoy are playing the exact same venue tonight, 10 hours away from me. Uh, which Aww. makes me really sad, but I'm really excited. Sad. I, I'm I'm really excited for them to you know have a good time. But this just means that my brother, who is in one of those bands, is about to be so wasted at his desk tomorrow. Still, and the man is mid to late thirties, and he is he is a rather large fella. So he's just going to be sitting at his desk just fucking miserable and I can't wait to call him and go just hey how's it going and just scream as loud as possible yes. yeah yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Top, of the, top of the morning to you <laughs> uh, and, and you know those hangovers start hitting uh, after 30 oh so yeah. he'll be really he'll be getting that like that good headache oh yeah I uh, just chef's kiss. Me over thirty, feeling that right now. I can feel that. As oh my goodness! Druid is the is the baby of this conversation. <laughs> You're like my brother, who's like middle to late thirties. I'm like fuck. <laughs> Same. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm I'm fairly freshly thirty, but oh my god. I feel it in certain parts of my body. And I'm like, why? How am I? Once you hit 30, everything starts hurting. You just start falling apart. Yes. Get used to it. It just goes, just, it gets worse as you get older. It just gets worse. This this is a warning. This is a thing that happens. (laughs) This is is your warning. (laughs) Uh, A supple, uh, young uh, 29 that I am, only a few months to go uh, for the big day. In a uh, few months, you, everything will start to hurt, and you'll be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. it's just because you hit that that you hit it, and then it's just it's it's over. Yeah, that over. oft that oft ballyhooed fourth decade. Uh, <laughs> the, you know, I, I'm just glad it's like you know the it's not the penis breaks decade, and because that like that shit's like terrifying. Like I'm gonna hit forty, and then I'm gonna start like worrying. Oh. Like, I'm overcooking the noodles. <laughs> I'm hungover in the morning. I, I hate my kids. I hate my job. Um, and that's the that's the even more ballyhooed fifth decade. Uh, it, you wake know, up in the morning and hate everything. Every day is every day's an adventure. Um, but in this case, it's Sonic Adventure, the Big the Cat uh, quest line. And you're just fishing. You're fishing for compliments from a wife that, frankly, hates your guts. Oh God! Some of these things are too real. Abort mission. Yeah. Abort. Yeah. Where, where's my froggy? 
I don't know, no, Timmy. Go fucking look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god, I don't even know what to say to that. It's too. It's, too, it's, it's like too real. Like it, it, you know, I, I can already. I can feel like the sobering atmosphere of a bunch of people like realizing that uh, they're. Their time will one day come to an end, and it's mm, just existential a, crisis is yes. happening right now. Yeah. We're making it happen. Yes. It's not the first. It's not no. the first existential crisis life on air, but no. it's it's <laughs> certainly like uh, the closer I get to rapping on the door with our good old friend, the uh, the the Reaper Supreme, uh, it becomes all the more real. There's... I wish my existential crisis was more like Jim Carrey's, if I'm being honest with you. I mean, oh, well, uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, do you know, I, I had that moment. I had a Jim Carrey existential crisis at the age of about 24. Okay. And uh, it is it is way less cool than it looks on the Facebook video sound bites, man, because like your friends just slowly start to think you're a loser. And you know, and I'm like, well, what if the what about when the sun engulfs the earth? It's gonna happen. Even Shakespeare will be eradicated by the cold, dark entropy of time. And they go like, well, dude, can we just like fucking keep listening to Smash Mouth? Like, listen, what you're saying there is not so far fetched from some of the conversations that we've had when we are. Uh, Highly intoxicated on different substances, so like, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it's a yeah. I do, like on the podcast, I'm something of a drunk driver, except instead of a car, I'm uh, smashing my brain into the side of the Chick Fil A <laughs> at five a.m. And like Chick- my brain, my, my brain, my brain just goes through the front window, and I go like, "Can I have a combo?" And then, and then I talk about the. They're sunning. like, "Sure thing, sir. Here it is. Bing. There it is. Because they're so fast, right?" Uh, yeah, little shout out for the fast service in Chick Fil A. Funny, funny enough, that <laughs> only was... they didn't fucking hate people. I was going to say, sorry. Well, <laughs> shout out to you... your hate chicken, fuckers. <laughs> your hateful yeah, well, chicken. Is yeah. that like the Grateful Dead? But it's the hateful chicken. Uh, the hateful, yeah. God. Well, that's it. Yeah, and they play the they play those guitar riffs, and it's like. <laughs> And then, like a bunch of hippies in a circle just like fall to the ground in ecstasy <laughs> simultaneously. Um, yeah, and it's funny though because it, like you proceeded like um, fuck Chick Fil A, but hell, the service is fast. <laughs> the service is fast, <laughs> and the, and and the chicken is is all right. Yeah, I mean it's edible. I but, wouldn't know, but fuck you. Uh, so we I, don't. We don't actually have Chick Fil A in the country. I was just—I've like, had Chick Fil A once in my life before I went vegetarian, and it was not very good. Oh, it's what I said. I will die on that hill, I, girl. It, it, it is so good to have a fellow fellow vegetarian on the podcast. Mm. I have been vegetarian for over six years. Mm. Yep. Yeah, beating me, I'm at about five and a half. Nice, 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 nice. Yeah. Because I, I was going to say, lunch. like you think you think Chick Fil A hate people. You, they really have like a shitty fucking yep. a, a shitty idea about chickens. They do. You're not wrong. If I were if I were Mel Gibson in the um, in the movie Chicken Run, which God forbid one day I will be without the anti-Semitic overtones. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, you know, because no one, 
No one, you know, if Chick-fil-A hate a rooster, what they'll do to an anti-Semitic rooster, I don't know. But um, he, if I were Mel Gibson in Chicken Run, and God forbid one day I will be, <laughs> then um, I would hate Chick-fil-A with every fibre of my being. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as much as Mrs. Tweedy's chicken pies. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. So I'm gonna we're we're gonna put a pin in that. We haven't done the full <laughs> introduction of Meep. This this is this is oh I can tell this is gonna be a fun one. <laughs> we we we're, we're literally I I can't decide if we're getting better at hosting a podcast or or worse. <laughs> I just I just want to give the people some context of of Meep and. <laughs> And who the oh. fuck she is, and why the fuck she's here, and then who's, we could go who's back to this chaos. bitch. Yeah, well, who's this bitch? Sorry. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I, I could feel the stilettos you're holding in your hand as you said that. <laughs> it's like Snooky on a Sunday morning. The the hoops were already out before she started talking, ready to listen, just fucking go. Listen, yeah. hold, hold my bear. <laughs> So, <laughs> Meep is, Meep is, uh, if I ever, if you have ever been around my stream and I've yelled the words murder friend, uh, I am referring <laughs> to Meep. Meep and I didn't really start getting close um, until probably the Goose Goose Duck times, but we, we played Among Us together a little bit and we like, I think it was Lou and Fatal and, and, and those guys that got us kind of talking and hanging out if i remember right sounds right mm -hmm. and it's it's coming up on like a, i've lou is at a year mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so we've known each other for almost a year at this point i know isn't that exciting holy fuck that's crazy but i mean the the friendships that that have been forged from just like People knowing this person and bringing this person around and doing this and doing that has been just kind of crazy. Yes. and Absolutely I, crazy. And I feel like since we started playing Dead by Daylight together, we've gotten a lot closer. We play a lot of Dead by Daylight together. We play a lot of Dead by Daylight together. That's fine. Uh, Druid absolutely... We should play more, though. Yes. L Druid absolutely loathes that I play Dead by Daylight so much because he had to <laughs> buy it and start... And start playing it. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, people people have seen people have seen firsthand on streams and stuff. I've I've popped up a couple of times. Uh, it's it's something that uh, no matter how many hours I spend on it, I don't seem to get the knack for it. <laughs> but how many hours have you played it, though? I mean, I don't know. Like, definitely enough. Like, I could have completed a PS2 game in the time. So not very on. long, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, whoa. I, this, here's the thing, I didn't know how to fucking move in to, like, the barn and get the generators working. Like, you know, because people people keep saying, like, oh, well, you, you're so new to the game. And I'm like, well, when do I fucking stop being new? When you've played, like, 300-plus hours, I think it's that's right. Yeah, well, it's mm -hmm. never going to happen, guys. Um, <laughs> I'm too busy running for my demons in real life. Yeah. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> um, but well, so Druid is like an epic prop hunt player for Call of Duty. 
back when I was playing Call of Duty uh, a lot, like, I basically... So there was a point in time on the channel where I was just like, nope, I'm playing a ton of fucking COD and everybody can deal with it. And then I realized, oh, uh, no, nobody's coming to hang out and watch me play COD because I'm not a great player. And this is not the type of game that my community really enjoys. And that it, it's not all about like, th there's a certain point of, hey, this is what my community likes. This is the kind of stuff my community likes, but I'm still going to play the games that I want to play. So I started playing Dead by Daylight. And then the community was just like, oh, you're playing Dead by Daylight? I actually really enjoy Dead by Daylight. Oh, hey! And now I'm playing a lot of Dead by Daylight to, to a, a, a crazy extent. I'm at almost 400 hours. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And That's a lot of hours. I started yeah. playing right before the launch of skill-based matchmaking. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Catching up to me. Catching up to me. I have like 535 hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I, I'm happy to stay a novice with those numbers. To be honest with you, um, j j I'm just so bad at it though. It's like I, I think that something would be like if I suddenly got good at Dead by Daylight, it wouldn't. What would be the point of me coming on to play Dead by Daylight? You know, <laughs> because I think like much, much, um, much as with podcasting. Um, I think that the charm comes from the fact that I'm a, the, like a complete idiot. Okay. <laughs> hey, you know, at least you know yourself. Yeah, that's half the battle. <laughs> that's and, half the battle. And part of it with you is it's like you get in there and we, those of us who have played a little bit or watched a whole lot of the content and stuff like there's a certain point where we're just like, okay, yeah, we, we very much know what's going to happen. We know how to deal with this. We know how to, like, do these things. And I just hear, and it's almost like it's in the back of my mind, just, oh, fuck off. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Druid, you all right there, bud? I, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? And I'm just like, oh, buddy. Buddy, it's okay. <laughs> well, it's, it's like the simplest idea, uh, but the amount of times that I just... Like it's it's such a simple concept. I mean, it's really easy. Uh, In theory, think, like, yeah. But like mm -hmm. then part part like you know my frustration starts coming from like the fact that I'm just running around in a huge circle. <laughs> That's like what I end up doing because I talk so much shit <laughs> that like I I distract myself from the game, and then next thing. You you know, there's like you know a classic horror villain who's put me on a spike, right. and I'm meant to be caught. I'm meant to be. I'm like, I don't, I'm not an angry person. Like I'm, I'm quite well known. Um, you know, and in relationships in the past, this has been a real problem. I just don't get angry, which mm -hmm. hate my significant others just can't stand. Like none of them have ever been able to stand that aspect because like they're like, we need to argue right now, and I'm like, no, it's cool. But, right. like, that game, like, really uniquely brings out a side where I'm like, oh, fuck off. And, like, I, I don't want to, like, it's, like, uniquely frustrating. Uh, standing at a generator, like, which I'm just like, fuck yourself anyway, because I'm like, this is like, you know, a job simulator. <laughs> And then there's just like a guy dressed as Ghostface coming after me, and I'm like, "Fuck um, you, dude!" Sorry, that's Daddy. Sorry, Daddy. Oh, Daddy. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I've been playing. I've been. I've been playing this wrong. 
I didn't realize I, I didn't realize I was meant to like subscribe to his OnlyFans to survive. Correct. And they're like, ooh. And he puts me on the spike. And he's like, and then that's and then just there's foreplay. A, yeah, there's a, there's a thirty dollar paywall, and I'm like, well, I'm already paying the four dollars a month. <laughs> uh, I've got I've got to pay an extra thirty to watch myself get penetrated on a spike. I'm like, this game's a jip, man. Penetrated, okay. And, uh, yeah, okay. And, and and oh, I chose my words it's a great, carefully. Don't it's a great don't choice worry. of words. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm the loquacious type, um, and, and you know, here's the thing. Like, I'm just like I could have completed Metal Gear Solid Two in the time that I've played Dead by Daylight, <laughs> and I've achieved nothing and, in that time. Whereas, like in eleven hours, I was able to like save the tank and the plant uh, with no help from the Konami code. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, the thing I've I've noticed is like Dead by Daylight, so. <clears throat> In my Call of Duty days, I stopped playing regular multiplayer because I would get so tilted. Like, I was... That was the one game that made me tilt harder than anything I have ever done as far as streaming goes. And so for me, I was really concerned about like, oh, I'm going to get super tilty with Dead by Daylight. And as a brand new player... I was one of those toxic players and I completely recognize that. But I'm also at the point now where I'm just like, meh, it's fine. Like you say things in the heat of the game, as long as you don't stray too far, you're fine. Like in-game trash oh, yeah. talk happens. It does. It, it almost, it's instinctual. Like you have to like, fuck you, dude. Or right. garbage. Like there, right. sometimes you just cannot not do it. Right. But, but, but it's just in that match. It's in that moment. You know right. what I mean? After well, that, you're like, okay, I'm fine. I got but, out or I pipped or whatever. Right. But I've, I've never, I, I've never seen a game where people are like, here's the funny thing about it is that if someone was a killer, then they'll go and seek you out. If you're streaming and be like, Hey, got you buddy. It, now, and like, yeah. uh, like, so it's 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 like all good. Yeah, obviously. And the thing with Dead by Daylight is, you do get some very toxic people, and oh, you do. Those are the people I'm very much just like, all right, cool, later. It me swinging that band hammer gives me so much joy, such a a, a sense <laughs> of so just, joyful. You're like, oh, oh band, uh, bye, bye, bitch. It, yeah, like it. it <laughs> yeah. It's just... so, so social justice Thor in the house. Oh Correct. yes, the so I was talking to someone about my the users that I've banned in my chat because you can if you're a Twitch streamer you can actually see that list. If the accounts Correct. are still active, they will be listed. And I looked, and I have over like not counting the follow bot accounts that weren't deleted yet. The last time I looked, I had like. Over 400 banned accounts in my chat. <laughs> wow. And I'm like, nice. oh my God. Like, but of course, I, I get a lot of people because I'm I'm a camera streamer. I know you do the the avatar VTube kind of stuff. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't. And I love your VTube. It's adorable. <laughs> but, She's the animated version of me. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those things where it's like 
being a, a VTuber or a, or a faceless streamer has its advantages because I remember very early on uh, everybody trying to fat shame me. And I'm like, bruh, you think I don't know that I am fat? <laughs> like, do you hear the way I exhale? <sighs> like, I know. <laughs> I know I'm fat. I know I'm fat. But I'm not, like, I'm sorry that someone hurt you so bad that you got to come here and try to tell me something that's obvious. Like. Yeah, right. But I also. Hey. Yeah. I know. But you also tell them thick thighs, save lies, ban. Right? I, yes. Yes. I basically tell them, I'm sorry that someone hurt you so bad, but uh, I'm not your mom. Go ask her for help. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, like, usually just move on pretty quickly. <laughs> but. I know that like some camless and like faceless YouTube or uh, streamers and YouTubers, they catch so much flack for it. But I know you meep are fucking great. You are so quick with quips and like you're just like, oh hey, I gotta deal with something real quick, and then I just see the band hammer swing, and then I giggle <laughs> and move on. <laughs> it's like. But- it's 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 like the ultimate punishment for someone doing that is just to be. What I like to them. do is mostly ignore them. Yes. Yeah. I I just don't. I just like okay. Um. Da 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 da. Done. Right. Well, like what's happened in your life where you've not got the the attention that you feel that you need that you've got to go and and it like it like literally never works. Here's the thing. Like, it's it must. It's like a laborious undertaking. It literally never works because there's literally always a community in, in Twitch. There's always a community of people on hand that are just like, okay, that person's gone. Right. So mm-hmm. what, like what is being achieved? Are these the people masturbating on Omegle? Uh, yes, <laughs> probably. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I once had um, two people come in at random and we're like, why is your hair green? I'm like, what why like what because i like green it's my favorite color and they're like are you are you lgbtq plus blabber you know that kind of thing and i'm like does it matter and then i was like just quickly banned them because i know where they were going with it mm-hmm. it's like what hurt you so badly i want to be like i want actually thinking about having a command now where i just like command like betterhelp.com there you go have a nice day i hope you find therapy Send them to BetterHelp. Mm. Do it because I don't like BetterHelp. Send I, them to BetterHelp. I don't like BetterHelp either. Trust. Like, um, I, but like, I, find I, help. I, I also remember the days when um, having green hair had nothing to do with being part of the LGBTQ community and queering the gendered sexual norms was actually what led to that. Right. Right. Rather than rather than having like uh, like nature's bounty. Uh, 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 growing within each follicle, which I've uh, no doubt, me that that's what you've got going on there in that luscious um, green yes. avatar hair. Uh, actually, my hair is not actually green. My hair is in, actually in real, green so in real IRL. life, IRL for real green. So, I've seen pictures your, of your, you. It's actually your avatar. Green. Your avatar is representative of you. Yes, it, my avatar is actually a photo of me that I popped into the machine and out popped that avatar. You see, if I had an avatar, it would look like um, <laughs> it, would look, it, it would just not. Look, it would not look like me. I look like if I if I popped in a photo of myself, it, you would just be left with like a, a hairy version of D- the cartoon character Doug. 
dog. Uh, yeah, I look like I look do a little do bit. Do 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 exactly. Yeah, do I look do like do Doug do. Funny uh, or, or Shaggy Shaggy from Scooby Doo. All right, all right. So I, I I would think my avatar would look something like Timothy Chalamet. Um, <laughs> you know that just like you know rigid facial structure. Uh, <laughs> rather than like like you know when they someone's got their you know when someone's like rolling out a pizza dough mm-hmm. my face looks like when it's like almost rounded and then the pizzaiolo's fist is in like in the midst of the dough <laughs> so my avatar my avatar wouldn't follow suit on that <laughs> I don't just on dough. I'm trying to think <laughs> of what my avatar would look like I, you I, should try it. I don't know. Like your avatar would, just, would look friendly as hell, man. I'll give you the website I use. Okay. And you can try it and see how you feel. Because, like, so my profile picture on everything is a mm-hmm. picture from 2019, early 2019. So what you're saying is you need to update it. Okay. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> She's I a catfish. I don't mm. take photos of myself is, re- is the thing. Like... I just, I, I don't. It's never something I've done a whole lot. So, like, I know all these people who are just like, oh, I, I post a new picture of me going live every single time. And I'm like, you, you take photos of yourself? What? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, selfies. Like, I what? love it so much. Like, look I, at me. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> what, okay. I'm so fucking cute. Click. Right. Like, I, I don't. I I, the last selfie I took, I think was the day before my birthday. And I was taking pictures of what my hair looked like at the hair salon before I actually got it cut. I'm no, I took a selfie at the airport for Druid. That's, that's the last selfie I took. What an honor. Mm-hmm. Nice. The, the nice. selfie uh, I sent you from the airport. I don't I typically take a lot of selfies. Only when I'm feeling cute. I mostly take pictures of my cats. Yeah. I definitely have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of photos of my cats. Well, this is like, I, I take photos of myself with a cat filter on and, <laughs> in the hope, and post them to Instagram in the hope that I'll get a, a <laughs> merchandising deal with Savage Fenty, um, Rihanna's <laughs> clothing brand. Well, I think uh, aren't aren't you also man. trying to get corpses' attention with those e girls? Uh, those yes. cat girls are running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm I'm running a whole bath bathwater scam here as well. Um, yeah, you're like yeah. ooh woo, ooh woo, and then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I've seen ne- Neon Genesis Evangelion corpse, and he's like, I'm gonna throw a bar on the track. Like, <laughs> oh, what talent! What singular talent! <laughs> He's got um, such a low voice. <laughs> it's, I I actively feel bad for Corpse though because his hit the illness that he actually has that yeah that oh, he's he's working it do do the big suck it it that illness does do the big suck but I you know I was talking to Druid about this earlier this week I am I go through phases of music. Where it's like, oh, I'm going to listen to something a little bit lighter. Or there's something a little bit poppy. And right now, I'm in just kind of in deep on some, like, metalcore. Uh, like, I'm 
I'm just in the trenches, just ready to fucking, like, uh-huh. headbang until, like, my hair stabs me in the face. Like, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm ready to yeah. fucking go. If you've ever headbanged hard enough that your hair is in a giant knot and starts poking you in the face, you, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, yeah, well, you get, you, you know, that, that feeling in the back of your neck the next day, the bang over. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, very real. Yeah. The the Metallica whiplash moment in the morning when you get up and you put your head under the shower and you realize Master of Puppets is still playing in your soul. Uh-huh. Still mm. playing in your soul. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, well it well it happens. I also it, go through music phases myself. I have been definitely into the metal cores late lately. It's metal wow. core is great. It is. I actually have very eclectic tastes. So I feel like me, you and I are similar in so many, in so many ways. We've come to, to realize that we are two people that have a lot of things that just align in the interests and the, in the <laughs> senses of humor and the jokes and stuff. And I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, I've not been listening to metalcore lately. I go through music phases as well. Um, right now, I'm on the kick of um, experimental fusion jazz. Oh, yeah, and I keep saying every time I listen to stuff like this that I'm gonna. I, I own a saxophone that I play poorly, <laughs> and I listen to uh, just anything with a saxophone in it. Automatically, kind of has this gravitas to it that I can't ignore. Anything with a saxophone fuck is a fucking winner for me. Um, so, yeah. Expect me to lean into adult contemporary mm. uh, in the near future. I want to sound like fucking Steely Dan, man. <laughs> it's, it's fucking wild. Because, like, I can tell what music I've really been, like, seeking out and listening to. Because on my PC, I have a, a YouTube tab open that is my mix of music and if if you're a youtube music kind of person you know what this mix is but the top of the list is bo burnham's uh kanye rant at the end of his make happy special <laughs> uh-huh and it goes into then this is america demons by and then there's like a bunch of like imagine dragons a little bit of system of a down melanie martinez audio slave like you can tell it's just like what does this Random. bitch actually like <laughs> but then i popped up a brand new tab of my mix uh at the coffee shop yesterday and it was all metalcore <laughs> I was like, okay yeah i i i get someone's it. in it mood right now yeah 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 tell you like the 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 flesh tunnel um the flesh tunnel salsa dance in your in your heart that you're doing right now is like so real. Um, I just hope the Avenged Sevenfold members know you exist. Listen, okay, I have an Avenged Sevenfold hoodie still. Oh, man. I still own hey, um, an Avenged Sevenfold hoodie. <laughs> yeah, the gr the greatest stage names in all of rock history with M Shadows and Sinister Gates. Um, I'm just waiting for like you know like Savage Water feature to do like a rap verse on it. <laughs> you know, once the rev passed, it, it Avenged Sevenfold got weird. Like 
and I get it. They're dealing with the loss of one of their best uh, friends. I'll tell you what they did. The, the Rev died, and they, they went, like, fucking Iraq War music. Yeah. they, they You know, like... They went five-finger death punch, like... Yeah, yeah, in a real way, like, just fucking trash. Uh, they, you know, monster energy drink, fucking certified trash. Yeah. Certified trash. And, like, when my brother-in-law came back from... Every time he came back from any of his deployments actually in the deserts of Iraq and stuff, like... I'd be like, so how much Five Finger Death Punch did you guys actually listen to? And he goes, more than I care to admit. And I was like, ha <laughs> Yeah, my God. But like... How much money? Like, how many fit... Like, you know, it's a shame that the American Army, do, like, you can't wear, like, a fitted fucking hat. <laughs> when you're out there, like, doling out justice to the Eastern world. Dude, it's... Justice. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. That, that would have uh, like quotation marks around it if I could that do that justice. with my voice. Mm-hmm. That's justice, street justice. Yeah, it's, hmm. it, it, it's let the bodies hit the floor. I well, it's see, I went through my own five finger death punch phase. Like I did. I, I think, mean, of course. I mean, it's it's me. <laughs> Let, let's be real here. I like Nickelback, unironically, and oh, <laughs> oh fuck you. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> only only up to a certain point though. Early Nickelback, much better. Uh, but don't you know? Come at oh, me. Oh yeah. It's fine. Oh, the early, the early stuff. It. Uh, <laughs> fucking what is, fucking what is that Nickelback? Their early days. On? Yeah. Right. Look at this photograph. This, <laughs> it's, it's like it, it's so bad. It, it's like fucking. It's like Nirvana played through your high school geography teacher's fucking like laptop that like hums like hums like an AC unit. See, okay, here's I, I'm I'm curious. Okay, your guys's opinions on Nirvana, your true real opinions, and I will save mine for the end. I love nirvana but because it's like a childhood thing i was a nine-year-old listening to nirvana okay okay um that's yeah that's how i that's how i became me <laughs> yeah yeah how I my, became me. that's that's very similar to me as well um i was like a nirvana fanatic as a child i remember like me i got through music through my my dad in a big way and it was the first time my dad said um because he's a child of the 80s and loved all the like hair metal bands and stuff like that mm-hmm. so he said like nirvana's garbage like never listen to that shit and that was You're the like, first all right bet yeah and that the, the, you know that first time where you go like oh fuck you dad right. <laughs> like it was me listening to nirvana uh made me pick up a guitar and also i remember like i i was so entrenched in the world of nirvana that i got kurt cobain's journals and diaries and uh, what what you know what i will say for kurt cobain if nothing else is that that guy was way ahead of his time on issues like race and gender mm-hmm. and the guy yep. was like right on yeah. the money in you know 30 years Man, before he was murdered 
<clears throat> yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, mm-hmm. I would agree. I would agree with you. Yeah, Courtney Love, you fucking bitch. I, I, I was about to say, Courtney Love, <laughs> how fucking dare you? Yeah. How fucking dare you? How dare you say such an innocent, <laughs> innocent soul from this world, Courtney Love? How dare you pay like? How dare you pay that that money to get to like rob us? Because like, let's be honest, Kurt Cobain never released a bad album. No, and uh, I'm nope. pissed off. At, I'm pissed off at Courtney Love for uh, enforcing Foo Fighters upon us. <laughs> because you know, say what you like about Foo Fighters, you know it's math teacher music. See the thing. So my thought on Nirvana, I enjoy Nirvana. It's only been recently that I've been able to actually listen to Nirvana listen to Nirvana and not have a visceral anger reaction because somebody I knew who was obsessed with Nirvana, like she wanted to be in a Courtney love Kurt Cobain relationship with someone like she she, wanted to kill someone. She wanted to be in a a relationship that was deeply problematic. Like she was one of those ones that idolized like that kind of stuff. And she thought that, you know, Kurt did it himself. Like that's that's what she wanted out of life, and I was like, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> she was utterly obsessed. So every time I heard Nirvana, I would get enraged because I would only think of her. It's only been recently that I've been able to listen to Nirvana and actually fucking listen to Nirvana. It wasn't mm. you know like listening to like Polly and Polly's great. You know Polly's great. I didn't understand Smells Like Teen Spirit. I didn't understand a lot of that stuff when I was younger. And now, like, fucking 30 years old, I'm going back and listening to it, and I'm just like, Motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Mm. And That's one of my favorites. Which one was that? Heart Shape Box. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm. that's a great one. I, I love uh, All Apologies. All yeah. Apologies is good. Great, great tune. Um, that third album's fucking great, man. Well, and I had my mom, when I was in high school, she bought me the DVD of Nirvana Unplugged. Oh, shit. And the Unplugged DVD has extras with everybody interviewed about Kurt being so specific about how the stage looked and ever like just how neurotic Kurt was. And it, it discusses the theories of suicide versus, uh, suicide by Courtney. And because really dating Courtney Love is just suicide by Courtney. Um, <laughs> but right. it it was like, I remember sitting there in the middle, you know, I mean, we lived in the middle of the country and I had all the windows open and I just had music blaring and stuff. But like, I remember watching that and like having one of those like late teens, early 20s, like existential moments of like wow this is really (laughs) fucked up like (laughs) and just like having one of those moments because like i knew i knew kurt cobain had like died you know (laughs) quote unquote you know uh shot himself but i didn't fully because i was dealing with all my own shit of being a teenager and then i was just like holy fuck i well, I think I still have that unplugged DVD in my stuff. It was one of those things that I just kept. But I thinking about Nirvana and like the music that shapes us as like kids and stuff. Cuz 
when I was really little, like my sister was listening to a lot of pop music and a lot of like, uh, like dance music and stuff like that. Like I remember Lil Kim being, you know, something that was played a lot and, um, but like boy bands and shit like that. She was, she was an sync person, but she still loved the Backstreet Boys. But like, I remember hitting a. That's, a, that's really big of her. Right? It's really big of her. Right. She was being so generous. Oh like, my God. Oh, oh, she's giving them a chance. Right. But if like, only ev- everyone was like that, then the Backstreet Boys wouldn't have been so maligned. <laughs> but it was also like the, the Britney Spears and, and all that. And like, at some point, I did a hard pivot into my brother's music. And my brother had the Slipknot posters and the Tool posters and the Kitty posters. And, like, this – that was, like, the direction my brother went. And so, like, at some point, I just, like – was like, nah, fam. I'm throwing this bitch in reverse. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And, I, it, yeah. Here's, here's, here's something uh, – you know, it's funny you mentioning Nirvana Unplugged. Uh, I would urge everyone uh, to go out and check out. They've got on YouTube, they've got the rehearsal that Nirvana did before that performance. Oh my God. Um, And it is crazy because they are clearly on uh, fucking cocaine Mm -hmm. in the recording because all throughout it, they are gurning their fucking jaws off. Yeah. And it's just crazy to see Kurt Cobain is like just keeps like doing that, you know, the nineties rave fucking chewing the inside of your cheek thing. Mm-hmm. And even Dave Grohl's at it. Yeah, absolutely. Just uh, gold standard footage. Uh, rename him Gurn Cobain right now. That's an official petition. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I. One thing you, you you said, you know, Foo Fighters are fucking math teacher music. The one thing I like about the Foo Fighters is Dave Grohl puts a message behind everything. And I think the best music, there's a message behind it, whether it's yeah. subtle or whether it's in your face. And that's just because I'm one of those people that's just like, ah, I understand the meaning behind that. Ah, that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of those people. But if you look at any of the Foo Fighters tunes out of the last five years, or no, longer than that now, God, I forget the time moves. Um, oh, I know, right? Out of the last, you know, seven to ten years, there's fundraisers attached to all of them, and they change periodically. That's something that's actively managed, mm. which is fucking wild. Like, I, at the coffee shop, ended up listening to The, the Pretender on YouTube, and $65,000 raised on a link to a music video for the Foo Fighters. And that's just passive. It's not promoted. It's not out there. I think that shit is fucking cool. As, that is yo, really cool. That is cool. And, like, I can't, I can't knock it. But um, also, like, can I just say, though, they called their band the Foo Fighters a... Sounds like a band that Barney the Dinosaur would start on, like, a fucking Christmas special. (laughs) Okay, we're going to call ourselves the Foo Fighters. Like, what the fuck is it? uh, More like the Poo Shiters. (laughs) 
um, starters. Second, like, I don't know. Um, here's the thing with Nirvana. Nirvana was breaking boundaries and had a lot to say for itself. And I'm not saying that Foo Fighters don't have something to say, but there's something about that, like leaning into the middle of the road, like rock music that I don't like about it. Mm. Um, You know, but then again, do I really want to go on another tirade and out myself as like either a hipster or an out-and-out hater on the podcast yet again. Maybe I don't. <laughs> it's just a controversial yet brave, uh, controversial yet brave statement. It's yeah, very brave, very brave. <laughs> well, I well, I would say that like I see they're like not that far removed from like Kings of Leon to me, and not that the two bands sound the same. Just that like lane it operates in, um, and. Not to to sound like I don't like things that are popular. Okay, it's not that. It's um, it's like it's not that I don't like things that are popular because like many popular things are like the best things in life. Uh, look at look at making love with someone that loves and respects you. Uh, that's pretty fucking hot to trot. All right. Uh huh. Um. But, um <laughs> You know, if I don't say, you know, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but there's something about, like, you know, that Foo Fighters in the world of rock music uh, follows this line of becoming the populist effort in that I don't think it necessarily has the biggest amount of imagination to it. I don't think it breaks, like, boundaries. For me, like, as a piece of art, then it becomes, like, not the most interesting thing. And it's not to say it's bad. It's just, like, not for me. Well, so uh, it's funny because every genre of music has that where you have actual like it's it's not like the boy band where it's like, oh, it's these five guys that all sing together. That's that's a group of five dudes who sing over someone else's music. I don't consider them uh, musically. Yes, they're artists and they are talented, but they are not a band to me, unless they are doing everything a cappella and like their guitarists, their drummers, their bassists, they don't, those people don't get as much fame and success outwardly as like when well, you look at it's, it's, it's quite funny that you say that because I've got the perfect, um, I've got the perfect thing to like demonstrate what you're about to say. And I would put it in the resources folder right now if uh, my computer wasn't uh, really slow. So I'll urge you to search this footage out, Ginger. Okay. But have you ever heard of a band called Take That, a boy band from the UK called Take That? Mm-mm. I have. Uh, points on the board for me, by the way, for hearing about Take That. Um, Take That in, in the 90s covered Smells Like Teen Spirit. And I would urge you right now to go and check that out. I'm looking at it Wasn't right now. Wasn't Robbie Williams from that band? Yes. Robbie Williams is from Take That, yeah. And I'm really, really, excited, really excited to hear that Robbie Williams has a um, one of those kind of musical, um, like, biopic movies coming out where they have a bunch of his songs to explain his life. Because that guy is a fucking national treasure, man. Well, it's, it's 
well, where I was going with that, and I, I've got it pulled up, and I'll, I'll take a listen to it. But the thing, well, if you if you play it, it will play through your OBS, and I'll be able to. Uh, <laughs> it will be. It will play over the. It will play over the audio. The one thing I got to be careful of, though, is with this kind of stuff on YouTube, it can keep it from being uploaded. Period. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, we're, we're fucking serious business now. I know. Serious. I know. serious professionals over here. I know. Um, <laughs> but it's, you know, looking at boy bands versus, like, Nirvana. We know who Dave Grohl is. We know who Kirk Cobain Like, we know the band members of, of Nirvana. And we know the band members of, like, for me, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers and stuff like that. Like, I know I can put faces and names to those people. The band that toured with NSYNC when they did, you know, this whatever tour, fuck, I don't know who any of those people are. But when you look at, it's so funny because that band that I sent you yesterday, Villain of the Story, there's some big metalcore artist that was reacting to them. And he called them the equivalent of pedestrian every day and just ripping off everybody else. There is no way to make 100% fully unique music or... Uh, Can we change that to to art uh, or expression of any kind? You you can't. What's it called? It's called a palimpsest. And a palimpsest is basically, uh, you know... If you see writing on like a stone tablet, and you were to like put a pencil, put a piece of paper and a pencil, and 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 start sketching out, you'd be able to see what was written on that stone uh-huh. tablet, and that's the palimpsest of it. And that's all art. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Roland Bar, lit- literary critic Roland Bar, and we're about to go high brown here. Um, Roland, uh, Roland Bart, literary critic, uh, part of the post-structuralist movement in the 1960s, uh, he came up with a, a very revolutionary piece that is a reference to death called The Death of the Artist, where he makes the point, and I agree with this point wholeheartedly, that art is nothing but a tissue of citations. Uh, and basically what it means by that is um, anything creative as it exists it's just a mesh of what has come before and, and its influences. Mm-hmm. It's facts. That's it, absolute facts. If you consider the fact with like art or art, music, art, um, I'm going to use that term very loosely in this particular context because a lot of the pop music is just copies of copies of copies yeah. of copies. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And sure. what do we know about copies of copies of copies of copies? They don't turn out very well. Yeah. They make for shit matrix villains. They do. Correct. They do. they do absolutely make shit <laughs> Matrix villains. Uh, uh, oh, upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no real original thought anymore. If I'm being honest. No. Well, the, you know, I'll 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 especially you, in a business when they want to just make money. It, well, exactly. I'll put you to Dua Lipa, who has uh, it has two lawsuits going right now, concurrently. Where the, she's basically been found out to have been stealing entire songs from people. Uh huh. Yeah. And yep. that I'm a firm believer of giving credit where credit is due. And, you know, it, 
when I tell people about the kind of art that I do, like uh, when I say art, I mean like paint on a canvas. Yeah. People assume that I'm just painting something that I see in front of me or I'm doing a, a standard portrait. And the one thing that makes me feel a little bit better is I'm going to have a hard time finding someone who does abstracts the way that I do, but I know somebody um, has to. Same, but, actually, because I also do paint on canvas the abstract and it's but, much different than anything I've ever seen. So Right, but it's, I do abstract representations of people, how I see them in right. my mind. And but, Somebody else out there, I'm sure, does the exact same thing. I'm pretty sure Meat probably does. But I don't do that. No. There's here's here's the thing. Even even if what you've created is unique, it's you know, in terms of abstract painting, you know, think of it like this. It's it what you're doing is like with that freedom of expression of of abstract and and putting colors to canvas in a way that uh, that you understand and that but requires interpretation it, it is part of like the journey of what led it to that because you until the renaissance they didn't understand how to paint in in three dimensions everything was like flat yeah and then it gets to the point where like photography gets invented and then You've got things like impressionism, like Claude Monet becomes uh, becomes prevalent, and then uh, cubism becomes prevalent in like artists like Pablo Picasso, and then but 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 not to say that what you're doing isn't original, but it becomes it's part. Had those things not been in place, then right. you wouldn't have the perspective to be able to throw things in that abstract way on it. Yeah, it's uh, that's true. And it, 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 you know, because literally, there was a point where nobody was able to even paint in in three dimensions, even though they could see that in front of them. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's part of that journey. It's part on, and that's what like separates, like you know what we're saying about copying things that came before, and coming up with your own ideas. It's, it's taking like what you understand art to be. And then building on it and using it as a the evolution of art is what you're saying. Yeah, and if if it doesn't evolve, then there's no point in it being replicated again and again and again. Right. As far as the music industry, though, it, the music industry, I feel like that is de-evolving. Yeah. It is, and it isn't. <laughs> it, it, music's music's in this like difficult position right now. In that, I feel that what overshadows the spirit of the creation of the piece in itself is actually the politics of, of how it's marketed and, and how it's put out uh, and how artists are expected to make money on it. But, you know, you could say the same thing's happening with art in the, in, in NFTs, you know, oh, yeah. uh, some of the biggest selling artworks of the last year aren't like great works of art. They're going to make you scratch your head. It's a, like a Pepe the frog. Right. You know, we at this point in time, I would argue that the, the you know I've said it again and again, and I'll say it again now, is that we have changed the way that we look at media. We've changed the way that we look at art, and we have put it under this umbrella term of content. 
Mm-hmm. And content actually has very different, like if you think about the meaning of the word in the dictionary as it stands itself, like content is something that is a lot more disposable and doesn't require a lot of thought. And I think that actually mirrors the way that we intake information of all kinds is that everything is so easy to us. Mm-hmm. So then the depth of like feeling in that creation process isn't championed in maybe the way that it used to be in lieu of there being like an easy fix yeah and 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 an easy way to like stop thinking about art critically and just start like thinking i think that's funny for 60 seconds and then forgetting about it well that's i don't watch i haven't been able to watch a lot of current tv and movies and stuff i only recently watched the squid games about a month ago and i i don't consume a lot partially because i'm very busy i've got a lot of shit that i do um nights off are not really something i take uh from anything and i get uh i get told a lot that i need to take more time off and take time away um take some time for you Mm -hmm. but when i sit down to watch a tv show or a movie i'm not on my phone i'm not playing a game on my ipad i'm not doing any of that i am focused solely on what's on the screen in front of me. And I think that that kind of fucks with people sometimes because like when my roommate walks into the living room and I'm watching the TV, I'll pause what I'm watching to have our conversation because I want to devote my, my attention to her and then be able to devote my attention back to the TV show without rewinding. Right. And like... I still take that old school kind of classic look. When I'm watching someone stream, I am active. I am chatting. I'm doing my thing. But if I'm trying to edit a video, I'll have streams open and lurking, but I'll have no idea what the fuck is actively going on. Because I'm yeah. there's there's something about me where it's like, no, I need to devote my attention to this, and then I can devote my attention to this. And it's... And, we joke a lot about me potentially having like ADHD or or something of that nature. And that's the one thing where it's like the the amount of hyperfixation I have to have <laughs> to get something yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> I think greatly yeah. counteracts, you know, that, but the chaos that is in my brain all of the time is uh, kind of edges back the other way. But that's but- relatable. I can feel that. But it's like, you know, don't you think that we see things like these conditions become more prevalent? And a part of that is it's more understood. Right. So we, we, we come to expect it. But then also, like, it's a symptom of how we live now, as, as far as I'm concerned, in that it, how, how else do you expect somebody's brain to react to uh, just such um, a, a, a wide and encompassing plethora of overstimulation that we have to deal with like in modern times. Mm-hmm. And imagine being like a kid to being like developing your brain in this time in like fast fixes for information. And uh, yeah, there's just know, so much content that you have to consume. There's, yeah, yeah. There's just so like, of course, of course it becomes more prevalent in that, in that system. Because it's like the way that the world works is now geared towards you not 
paying attention to what you want to pay attention to for more than a minute because you're advertised to in a very specific and intrusive way. Um, you're expected to... Uh, there's, 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 like you know, as, as someone that works in a school. Oh, damn, I'm being so serious. This is very strange. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, there's, there's this like impetus on young people, uh, and as someone that works with young people, like obviously every day of my life, like I see that there's this, there's this like pressure on them to like intake all this information all the time in a time when they're still developing, and of course they can't focus. Right. Of course you can't focus in a system where um, every once in a while in regular intervals you're expected to stop what you're doing and and have a call to action to something else. Because like ads, advertising has always been intrusive on art and media ever since it began. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way that it, it, it calls to action now, in a way that it didn't before, because you can interact with that advertising as it goes out. Yeah. So of co- of course you're looking the other way constantly, and of course this has a ramification on the way that people fucking operate. Yeah, it's it's fucking wild, and that's why I'm shocked that this podcast does as well as it does because we sit here for hours and and talk just just having a conversation with someone no matter what the conversation ends up being whether it's all dick jokes and uh stories about drinking or i love a good dick joke stick joke (laughs) (laughs) got wood (laughs) or if it's something you know a little bit more serious like we've had some jokes we've had some laughs and you know we're, we're talking a little serious this the fact that people even just take the time to like sit and listen to us just like spew words out of our mouth holes for you know hours at a time like it it's crazy to me because you know you look at uh you look at like TikTok and how everybody was so resistant to TikTok Allowing people to do six minute long videos because then you might as well make a YouTube video. But no, YouTube's for longer videos. Well, now YouTube does shorts. It's like. And now TikTok does like 60 second videos. Yeah. It's. it's. I, here's a hot take. I have a theory. Are you ready for this? Bring it. Because we're, ta- we're talking about um, content and how there's so much content, how oh. it's hard to focus. With TikTok, it's even harder to focus because there's you're just like you watch one and just go on and you go you yeah. kind of fall down this fucking rabbit hole uh-huh. and then by the time you realize that you're like fuck I've you been know, looking at videos for two goddamn hours what have I been doing with my life yeah and, and, is, and, and, and does time ever slip away in like a more <laughs> depressing way than in those moments I know right you're like well I guess um, I'm I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Um, my theory is that they do it on purpose. Yes. By they, I mean they do it on purpose so you don't focus on anything else important. Yeah, I I I can it's I can distractions. Kind of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, they literally socially engineer those sites to keep you on them longer. I literally am reworking an entire website at my day job right now to make people stay on our website and click deeper into our website in the hopes that they will spend 
money. That is literally what I'm doing right now with with this I website see. on my job. That's like so funny. It's so funny you mentioned that, Ginger, because actually I've just been reminded of the fact that we have a uh, narrator dialogue. Okay, but exiting narrator. Nice. Oh God! So Sorry, give, so so give it. Give us your money now. Give us your money. And, and keep clicking through and listen to the other episodes. They're great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> listen to all the things. Listen to them all. Pay all the money. Yes. Yes. But Do it's, that. It's like the thing with it all, like TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, everything. They want, any website wants you to stay on there and be present. Yeah. It's super funny. You look at um, so there's a a site called Twitch Tracker, so you can see your yep, you can see your standings and all of Twitch, and it will tell you on Twitch Tracker the average amount of time you spend watching other people's streams. Yep. Oh damn! Mine yep. peaked at fifty hours a day was spent on Twitch. Let, uh, that's insane um, right. that's some serious like, you could have been making blood points in that time <laughs> <laughs> but what it is is I almost always have at least two streams open lurking and supporting my friends quietly the Twitch homepage because I refer to that for a lot of things very, you know, various things throughout the day because my boss asks a lot about my stream but then I have my uh, I have my own stream manager open. So right now I have three Twitch tabs open. Stream manager, homepage, and then a singular stream that I am lurking in. Like, I am on... Don't worry. Don't worry, me. I'm in the moment. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> but... but... <laughs> But I also have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight YouTube tabs open. YouTube, YouTube on my phone is open to a different video. I have my email. Content, content, content. The, all the time. Literally. And then yeah. I have, you know, the recording software for this open. Like, it it never fucking stops. And... It, Somebody. Never stop, not stopping. Yeah, right. we're literally creating content right now while you're looking at content. Yeah. I, and it's so funny because somebody said, you can't detach, can you? And I said, bullshit. I went home to visit my family and I turned off the Wi-Fi connection to my phone, which meant I had zero service oh, fuck. and zero Wi-Fi. I was completely disconnected for four days. What makes nice. you think I can't do it? Just because I put out so much content, I grew up not having internet and computers and you know anything modern. Like we're the last, we're the last generation of that, though. We are, and yeah. it's fucking wild to me. My nephew, my older nephew, he. Uh, so I stayed with my sister, her husband, and the two boys uh, for a day and a half while I was home visiting. And he, the older nephew, he was like, yeah, you know, I'm 
go to watch TV. Hey, can I do this? Hey mom, do you think I could borrow your phone and, and just like watch a couple of videos? And she has raised him to be like, all right, you're done watching videos. And he just hands her back the phone, doesn't ask for it again, doesn't throw a fit, doesn't nothing. He is kind of a big old kiss ass, but. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening, little bitch. (laughs) No, he's, he's my little nerd and he, he knows I love him. He, uh, but it's. Like, there's a little bit of, like, the people who have kids who are from our generation, they are, I think, some of the last bastions of hope for being able to disconnect from your phones well, and the internet. you say that, though. You say that. I mean, try getting your hair cut and the kid's in the barber chair uh, crying his eyes out and then they, like... I'll get you a toy if you stop crying in the barber chair. And he's like, no, fuck you. I hate you, dad. And he's like, (laughs) okay, I'll let you watch a little bit of YouTube. And he's like, all right, then. I love you. (laughs) Those aren't real parents. You can be a a dad or you can be a father. That's like controversial yet brave opinion. If you just shove an iPad or something like that in front of your kid's face to get them to be compliant. Yeah, it's a you, hard no. You caused that, so I don't want to hear no bitching about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, it's all, it's all on you. It's all on you. Yeah, this right. is why yeah. one of the reasons why I don't have children. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I have cats instead of kids, and it's a beautiful life. <laughs> I mean, they're little assholes. Everybody, but... everybody wants to be a cat. Oh my god, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't thought of that song in forever. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's a everybody, I mean, like dance, 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 and a dance, dance, dance. Yes, cat. I'm a kitty cat, and a meow, 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 and a meow, meow, meow. I mean, like you know, here we are. Like the content machine unravels in front of us. Uh, yeah, but I'm it, a kitty cat, uh, and what's it? Uh, um, Snipe, Snipe, Severus, Snipe. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. We've there we go. Three <laughs> references to internet. Well, okay, two references to internet culture, and one reference to a Disney movie in the span of a minute. Yeah, I, I move away from. I move away from the mic so I can breathe. Wait a second. Wait. Here it comes. Chuck, chocolate rain. <laughs> Oh my god. Listen, my generation created memes. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean For better or worse. <laughs> I know all the I remember the memes before they were memes. Yep. Yep. Ceiling yep. cat ceiling cat decrees it. Mm-hmm. I remember Do you guys do you guys know what Homestar Runner is? Yes. Okay. I know what Homestar yep. Runner is. <laughs> I, I do not. Do you remember Trogdor? Yes, I remember Trogdor. Trogdor! We used yeah. to run through the high school main hallway, me and a bunch of the other CS guys, and just yelling Trogdor. <laughs> um, that sounds like a wild that time. Shit, that shit came out when I was like 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Which was 84 years ago. It's been 84 years. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fucking wild. Because, like, you think of, like, viral things and, like, newsworthy things from, like, the the 
early stages of the internet. I may have been on a mm-hmm. on a an old internet rabbit hole earlier today. Um talking <laughs> You're about like gotta gotta bone up on before meep. Gotta right. bone up on all the old things. No, I'm talking like world.com MMO. Uh-huh. Old internet stuff. Like Stuff even predating that. Like, I just I fell down an internet rabbit hole of those kinds of things back, you know, when I, it was I Windows 95. And these are things... That's a real positive step for you. These are things that I do have memories of, like, from being little. Like, kids I knew, their parents being into that kind of stuff. But we didn't have internet at my mom's house until I was 16. We This was late 2000s. We didn't have internet, and we had dial-up. I had dial-up growing and up. Yeah. No, I have a gig line. It's beautiful. I write gig lines are fire. Mine's, mine's pretty sexy, not going to lie. I love it. Everything, everything the light touches will one day be your bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. It's, it's fucking wild. Like, I don't... And it's not that, like... I I definitely love the fact that I grew up so disconnected from, like, a lot of TV and, like, cell phones and the internet and stuff like that. Like, I grew up very disconnected from those things. So, like, for me, it's like, oh, fuck. I left left my, you know, my iPad at home or I left the charger cable and the bitch is dead. Oh, well, I'm not walking over to the gas station and buying a... $25 $25 cable that I'm going to use once that works, you know, all of the three times you ever use it and then it breaks. Like <laughs> I, it, I, I can yeah. survive without things. Now you look at my gaming setup and you're like, really? Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, for me growing up, I obviously grew up in ancient times, but I grew up like my generation was the out late until dark, ride your bikes around the whole town, come home when it gets dark out, like that kind of thing. It was from a small mm. town. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the next season of Stranger Things as well. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically it. Yeah. Although it wasn't quite the 80s, but... Um, oh, well, <laughs> It's not, the- not unlike that, though. Oh, the 90s were just the 80s with more Richard Simmons? My my first cell phone was when I was 18. It was a Nokia. Yeah. yeah. Nokia never says die. Yeah. If you were if you were not playing Snake 2, you were a I piece of shit? Absolutely playing Snake, yeah. <laughs> playing Snake. <laughs> Otacon. Giggity. Oh, you mean on the phone. Sorry. Um. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, oh, what, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, you play, play snake however you want, man. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm moving the snake against the barriers and it feels good. <laughs> well, it, see, you had the, the experience of being able to, like, ride your bike around the neighborhood. We, like, where I lived... I was not just the neighborhood, but go on. Well, we, I ran, I literally ride it on my bike, like all the way across town and all the way back. Like it was insane. My parents didn't care. They're like, as long as you're back by dark, I'm like, all right, bet. Right. And, but, yeah. I did. I lived so far out in the country that like, 
if you rode your bike, you were in by car. It took twenty minutes to the nearest pop machine. Yeah. Like I <laughs> pop. Yeah, soda, uh, carbonated yeah, sugar oh, water. What, what was it over there? Sarsaparilla. <laughs> That's what it felt like some fucking times, yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, I'll have a, I'm going to grab my bike for 40 minutes and have a sarsaparilla on the other side. And, I'm and gonna then on your, on your bike ride home, you'd see, like, the little tumbleweeds. I'm like, fuck. But yeah, see, like, then, then I'm going to watch... A, I'm going to go on a cached uh, Newgrounds page. <laughs> Newgrounds. <laughs> but, like... Oh, man. You couldn't ride your bike on the road because it was so country that there were no lines... So people just, like, drove wherever they wanted on the road unless somebody else was there. And there were so many blind hills and curves and stuff. Like Sounds just- like where I'm from, too. Yeah. Except, like, when I was a kid, I was living in town. And then, like, my teenage years, my parents moved me out to the middle of fucking nowhere. Bum-fucked Egypt, as they say. Mm-hmm. But that- and I had to get a car. That was literally my my mom had possession of the house from when I was three up until about two years ago. So, okay. like, that was always my my constant. Like, mom always lived there. My dad moved around so much that, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I just learned the neighborhood. Oh, we're moving again? Okay, bye. Like, I mean, if there was gotcha. even a neighborhood. So, like, I don't have the, like, I'm riding, I'm pedaling on my bike as fast as I can be a fast as fuck boy trying to get home before like it gets dark and I get in trouble and like I've thrown the bike down in the front yard. I'm here, mom. Don't yell at me. Like I don't have any of that. Mm. It's it's hey, why don't you walk over to the neighbor's house a quarter of a mile away and get your dad because he's obviously drunk and it's dinner time. Like <laughs> it's. <sighs> I'm sorry. That was a very specific memory. That's that very just, like, specific. Flooded, yeah, okay. <laughs> flooded my brain. But Ooh, like, apparently, apparently, this is its own kind of therapy. Memory apparently. unlocked. Well, it, it, so we had this neighbor that um, he worked on like race cars, but like the ones you see at like uh, the county fair and derbies and stuff yeah, like derbies. That. And spoiler, spoiler alert, It's Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Got to make sure this thing is, goes to 88 uh, miles per hour. Right. Yeah, very important. 1.21 gigawatts! Shut up, you're fucking drunk. Right? <laughs> but, like, it was... Dad would not even pull all the way... Like, pull all the way up the road to get to the house and then walk over to the neighbor's house. He would pull up to the neighbor's house and then go walk into his garage and just open the fridge and get a beer. It didn't matter where the neighbor was because the neighbor would eventually either come out of his house to hang out and talk to my dad or he would get out from like underneath the car or, you know, get out from under the hood. And then it would be like dinner time and it was ginger go over to the neighbors and get, get your dad. He's been there for three hours. (laughs) And you then, gotta, what, what about those Steelers, huh? Oh, God, don't you dare say that dirty word. <laughs> not, not in my house. We're Browns fans, <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> what about those Browns, huh? That's, but I mean, that's eventually what it ended up boiling down to. But, like, that was the thing. You just walked into your neighbor's garage and opened the fridge and grabbed a beer or grabbed a pop. Like, me as a kid grabbing a popsicle from them. It was nothing. 
And now it's like, oh my God, I stepped on my neighbor's grass. Oh uh, God, don't let them get mad at me. Like, uh, uh, yeah, the amount of people listening at home that just hear us just saying like, this used to be orange groves as far as the eye could see. Right. I, re- I remember when malls used to be malls and we'd go and hang out with our friends and have a slurpee. Do you, uh, and nowadays I just wait for my Amazon package and check crypto that is on so, my phone. I feel so seen right now. Do you, exactly. Yeah. I feel so seen. I so You're, You remember the days we used to have a strange sex offender next door that our dad was uh, unconscionably friends with? Oh. Ah, yes! Mr. Brown <laughs> from next door. How you doing, Ginger? Oh, God, gross. <laughs> hey, how about those browns this year? Oh, God, gross. <laughs> gross. Hey. hey, that was good. My, I, it's... It's so funny. Friend of the podcast, Lila, she came to visit a few weeks ago. Well, about a couple months now. I Now that I think about it, it feels like only yesterday. And she wanted to go walk around the mall. Because the city I live in has three malls. Two of them are dying. And Did you say Lila or did you say Robin Sparkles? I'm sorry. Lila. <laughs> okay. Um, let's go Robin. to the mall. <laughs> Pretty fucking much. It's just like, what do you want to do today? I want to go check out that one store in the mall that we didn't go to. All right, fine. I spent more time in the mall the week she was here than I have I in the last, like, five years. I avoid the mall every time. And it, But it's she is also almost a full decade younger than me. Aw. So, like, it's... I have to remember that, like, when I was her age, going to the mall was still something that you frequently did if you lived near enough to one. But, like, it's it's not, like, it's not, oh, man. Now it's like, fuck, I got to go to the mall. I got to go buy pants. Oh, shit. Do they have any online? In-store only? No? Fuck. Like. Pick up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's it's fucking crazy. I spent she was just like, let's go to the mall. Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking 30 years old. We can go to the mall. I'm going to make fun of you the whole time. Even my 14 year old <laughs> little sister loves to go to the mall. And then I embarrassed the fuck out of her in a bath and body works. And it was <laughs> glorious. <laughs> But like that's what she did. You get her that cucumber melon lotion that everybody loved back in the day. Uh, No, she's got enough of it on her own. This kid's got a fucking Bath and Body Works addiction. Oh shit. Um, no. So we were smelling candles, and I was describing them Hmm. in in weirdly weirdly wholesome. Uh, Yeah, Uh, but smelling candles. Mm-hmm. And I have this thing when I'm smelling something, I describe it in a specific way where you know exactly what I mean, but it makes no fucking sense. Like, it's just like, why is that associated with a smell? And then you smell it and you're like, holy fuck, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, this crawdaddy smells like my grandma. But well, no, We were smelling candles and I was like, this one smells like dad fresh from a shower. And she goes, oh my God, you're uh, right. And I'm like... I- I absolutely hate that. Uh, oh yeah, but my dad has used the same <laughs> shampoo and and like body wash soap. Tell me it's not Axe. No, 
okay. it's not Axe. Uh, he <laughs> he switched off of VO5 shampoo, VO5 shampoo and conditioner when I hit my teen years because uh, he, I didn't have my own shampoo and conditioner for a while because he moved so much. I didn't have my own. And he switched off of it and he switched to a head and shoulders and he's used the same head and shoulders for probably 16, 17 years. But there was a smell like one of these candles just kind of like smelled like <laughs> just what I remember dad smelling like fresh from a shower. Hey, that smells like my dad. And it's, it's so fucking weird to say, but like, you know, when someone's like fresh from a shower and you could just tell they have, oh, yeah. they, they smell different. Okay. I'm fucking weird. I know. Cancel well, me. No, no, I don't well, care. Well, well, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> People smell be, different after they well, shower. I'll they smell pit- clean. Yeah, I think yes. all you're thinking of is clean. Yeah. I'd be so pissed. I'd be so pissed off if I didn't smell different after a shower. I'd want my like money back. <laughs> I would be visibly upset. Right. Can you take all the, all the hydrating like bullshit from my body? Uh, until I look like a, <laughs> until I look like an Egyptian corpse. Listen, okay. Uh, now, how do I smell, bitch? <laughs> so, yeah, like you, you, you smell like uh, sandalwood. Oh, I do love sandalwood, though. Sandalwood four five four at the local mall and in the Candle Emporium at the at the at the wax shack. <laughs> Fuck, I hate it. <laughs> so at the wax at the wax shack. Uh, really getting on my wick. I, yeah. Well, so I'm walking through Bath and Body Works with my little sister, and she makes the a hand gesture, and you can use your imagination. She was <laughs> in in non in a non sexual way. She was making a hand gesture, and then mm. I was just like, candle, "Yeah, candle, candles are for wankers." <laughs> and I'm just like, "Really? <laughs> yeah, uh huh." And I started mimicking her hand gesture. And there's this dude who's been listening to us the whole time because I'm not being quiet. Why the fuck would I? And uh. She goes to like turn and walk away and she's just so like fucking embarrassed that she knocks like eight body sprays off of a shelf. And I couldn't stop myself from doubling over laughing. Like I just lost it. I was laughing already at her just like being beat red. And the oh, dude God. just like stops and like helps her like pick everything up and he's like I'm so glad I'm not the only person who's done this like knocked things over in a store before. And I'm crying. Everybody is staring at her and she is red red. And I'm just like I love you kiddo. She was like I hate this. Let's get out of here. I'm buying my things and we're leaving and I'm just dying yeah. even more. Hey, doesn't your embarrassment sure smell like dad when he gets out of the shower? <laughs> like, uh, and then I made fun of her the the whole rest of my trip. Just like, ah, did you knock over the, the Bath and Body Works body sprays that you have on your shelf, kid? She's got like 20. And she's got oh, like God. 40 of those little baby hand sanitizers that they have and like. This kid has an addiction, and so I hope every time she walks into Bath and Body Works now, she thinks of that incident, and she thinks of me. Just 
Uh, yeah, sure. I, I, I hope I hope she has I hope she has a negative emotion towards her uh, her journey to cleanliness. Um, I, I hope that, I hope that she has like when when she slaps that VO five on. I hope she realizes that she smells like clean daddy. Oh. Daddy. Uh, daddy's daddy's tool shed. Da- daddy. Horrible, daddy. disgusting tool shed. Daddy, sorry, daddy, daddy, sorry, daddy. <laughs> Daddy's garage. Daddy's garage is so well stocked. Oh, 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 no. mm. oh. Mm. Mm. No. <laughs> Where's that wood glue, man, Dad? <laughs> oh. Where's that wood glue so Daddy can put put together the broken pieces of my life uh. that I left at, at Bed Bath and Beyond? When I, I, I went to Bed Bath & Beyond, and then I found myself just fixated and staring at the beyond. Because I'm old as fuck. Uh, and now I'm staring into the beyond and wondering, uh, hey, do the dogs on these towels, like, they they don't have the friction I need to uh, incense the mind. But damn, that douche sure smell like daddy's clean balls. Oh. <laughs> Yup. So why don't uh, why don't we move on to guest questions? Well, I mean, we can if you want. If you, uh, um, sorry, too real. That that. Oh, oh, oh he's done it. He's done it again. Oh. I mean, like I, I was hella serious earlier, so I had to like say something about <laughs> testicles just to like offset because like we can't be too friendly here. No. I've got more questions for me. Do you want to go to get guest questions? Well, you fine. Fine. I'm just trying to think fine. I'm just trying to think about, you know, everybody's time. Okay. Uh, oh, everybody's uh. time. So this is that this is like I'm sorry. I'm sorry you've got to listen to mommy and daddy fight, podcast listeners. <laughs> mommy? Like, just t- turn sorry. the radio on. Turn mommy? Like, t- sorry. Daddy? Sorry. Yeah, just, just turn turn the radio on and listen to Aiky Breaky Heart on eleven <laughs> on the on the stereo and pretend that we're not having this. I'm just gonna ask Don't my tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I mean, I, you, I can feel your heart breaking. Mommy you... and Daddy are fighting again. I'm I'm literally feeling this. Oh and I don't <laughs> that, that was such a window. That was such a window into like actual Miley Cyrus. Yep. And then, like, Billy Ray, man, achy, breaky heart. And then he, like, gets to collaborate with Lil Nas X. Old Town Road? What the fuck is even that? I don't... Yeah. Mm. I mean, like, the background... shit I grew up on. Come on. It's the it's background... <laughs> how many, how, how many uh, Minecraft um, montage videos do you think that's been in the background of? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, no. As, as people, oh, no. like, you know, strip mine out a bit of, like, full diamond... Billy Ray, man. Like father sire to Miley. Sire. He he threw he threw the tadpoles and it stuck and it made the Miley. It did. That that's a thing that happened. That's like some good mileage. God damn it. Do you remember like Miley Cyrus um the wrecking ball herself? The wrecking ball. Yeah, we we all used to talk about Miley Cyrus as if she was like culturally relevant. Like, is that still happening, or is she like lost in the 
in the fog of like one part sixty second pasta pasta dishes on on uh, TikTok. See, I feel like Miley has she did the same. She went down the same trajectory as Gaga, where it's like, ah, uh, yes, I'm. I'm just a cool, sweet, innocent, whatever, and then I'm going to just fucking one eighty yeah. that shit to the other extreme, light and now everything I'm, on fire, and start over. And then I'm settling now back in the middle, where I can still be provocative and boundary pushing, and then I can still, you know, put on a nice business suit and hang out, or like just sit down and have some drinks with the with the gals and just like chill out. Like I feel like. It's it's the the innocent <laughs> the innocent to chaos trajectory. Well, a hundred Hannah Montana to like profane banana. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> for like a like you know that's just how my brain's working right now. Um, but what we'll say is that uh, party in the USA. That song's my guilty pleasure. I'll I'll say it here live uh, to an audience. That that song fucking rips. Party in the USA. Hey. Whoa. Powerful stuff. So man. I throw my hands up. They're playing, playing your my song. song. Butterflies fly away. <laughs> Not in my head like yeah. What a tune. <laughs> Wrecking Ball sucks, man. Although I do enjoy that performance of Anne Hathaway doing that on that lip sync battle. Oh my god. It's great stuff. I mean, but that's Anne Hathaway, that's why. I mean that's that's why. Mm. She could get um, it. Sorry. <clears throat> Go on. What? Well, uh, I think she knows it. We know it. Uh underused since the Dark Knight Rises, Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there was something about the way she whispered to Christian Bale that, that like, you know, that when she was like, There's talking a storm. About the storm coming, Mr. Way. I was like, Oh, Jesus Christ. You're like, like Mommy? Not... Sorry, Molly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I've not I've not got that, that particular thing going on, uh, where like I've got the mommy thing going on. Uh, and like no matter how many how many times Pornhub has tried to like voice that into uh, into like my interest circle, it's been. You know, I can't think of anything anyone I'd rather sleep with less than my mom. You know, spoiler alert. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, uh, it, it, it's like that great uh, talk show host episode. Uh, I can't remember who the fuck it was. Uh, probably Howard Stern, given the fucking material, but. Um, when they, they were saying like, "Oh, this incest porn is happening right now," uh, I, that's what the mute button was invented for. And I'm like, "I'm with that. You can't keep the sound on in that shit." Yeah. Like, uh, you you with your mommy, big boy? I'm like, no. Like, absolutely, absolutely not. I'm with Anne Hathaway in her Oscar <laughs> in, in in her like Oscar winning performance in Les Misérables. And I'm touched. <laughs> I'm not masturbating. I'm touched. <laughs> you, you know, know touch it, touch it in a different way. It's I, I can't. Uh, my brain just hurts 
I just Sorry, that, like, like as, a string, <laughs> as, as a string of words that could have been like put together, like I chose the worst. <laughs> no, it's I just <laughs> Anne Hathaway is is someone that I ironically don't think about very uh, very often. Like, I don't know. I just I haven't seen Anne. Like, I haven't watched Anne Hathaway in in something. I don't even think. Did I? Oh my god! I haven't seen The Dark Knight Rises. Now that I think about it. Oh my god! Yeah, um, that's like my bane, my like rip roaring bane impression would be lost on you. Well, see, I've seen <laughs> clips, but I haven't even seen like Dark Knight Rises. I've seen, I saw. Oh, so you've not seen The Dark Knight Rises? <laughs> That's great. Oh, absolutely dare you, gentlemen. I know. Harvey Dent. <laughs> it's- Harvey Dent was lying to you. Ah, uh, ten. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, had to, I had to throw an impression in here somewhere. Uh, yeah, we had and, to get at least one. The only impression I've thrown in here so far is a comment about impressionist art by Claude Monet. <laughs> uh, also, we- you mentioned Picasso earlier, and I just wanted to say I was born on Picasso's birthday. How abstract. I know, right? You, uh, absolutely. Although like- I prefer his blue period, but I digress. Uh, well, and what a period it was! I mean, like just everything blue in one uh, a a faint um, a faint silhouette of a ballerina in blue, absolutely mm. beautiful. Uh, Picasso really wove a world with his art. I think it was the absinthe. Yes, it, I mean it was, <laughs> and he, copious amounts of it as well. Like the uh-huh. ma- the magic mushrooms of the uh, the Gertrude Stein artistic french school uh, as we all know <laughs> uh, wait 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 what was that harvey dent you like <laughs> the blue period god damn it. you're the you're the picasso period gotham deserves that's great what a, what a muddling performance, by the way. Like, let's just like let's eat so much like raw gammon that we turn into the shape of a like a male hourglass, and then put on a mask and be unintelligible for three hours. Yeah, I. You know, I like it. Tom Hardy is is one of those guys that I I truly appreciate because he's fucking serious, not serious. D- pokes fun at himself, doesn't understand what's going on, like all of the things, and he's just like, "Hi," but he, like, he fully knows and expects everything that comes. Like, Venom, the Venom movies are not great movies. And Tom Hardy fully fucking knows it. But do I enjoy the fuck out of the Venom movies because of Tom Hardy? Absolutely. There are better Toms. There are. Hiddleston. He merely merely adopted the darkness. (laughs) (laughs) 
God damn it. <laughs> I was born in it. But the, Tom Hiddleston, better than Tom Hardy. Correct. In terms 100%. Of... I will die on that hill. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I will die on that hill. I will die on that there's a really I mean, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> you know, keep uh, keep doing what you're doing, bruh. Yeah, <laughs> good one with Loki. Um, I'm going to stop talking because we're talking about like Marvel franchises. I can't do that anymore. Uh, there's a super injunction on me talking. Yeah, but the Loki too, series, though, the Loki series is fantastic. Yeah, still can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I, is it like Fight Club? Uh, it, it, well, it has become like Fight Club because, like, I, I, I fight imaginary ghosts every time we bring up anything to do with Marvel. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's fine. Everything is fine. Uh, Everything's fine. Everything yeah, fine. we we, we I, I knew it was time to stop when we started getting guest questions. <laughs> and only only at me asking me what the hell my problem was with marvel specifically yeah yeah, yeah. i'm curious to know what that is um i i can refer you to many hours of content that we've put out previously i can't i can't speak about it again i can't that's fair <laughs> Uh, I, I I think every episode of this season, I've talked about Marvel in a derogatory way uh, for <laughs> uh, for like a, a horrific amount of time. I can't talk about Marvel anymore. That's fair. I've heard a few. I think I know, but it's fine. <laughs> well, speaking, everything's fine. Speaking of guest questions, do we want to steer that way? <laughs> There's no questions on my side about Marvel, so we're we're fine. Well, in that case, uh, I guess we're safe to proceed. Okay. So, when I reached out to the the community and said, "Hey guys, we're having Meep on," um, uh, send me your spiciest questions for the spiciest of spiciest of Meeps. Uh, some of them got a little too spicy. <laughs> um. So I'm going to ask this one, uh, and Druid, this is a cutting room floor <laughs> question. Oh my. oh my god. This one comes from Lava, who took, <laughs> he, he, he took spicy, and he took it spicy. Lava I sa- saw it. Would you rather Please continue. <laughs> slice up and rub habanero peppers on your hands every day after washing your hands for two weeks, or slice and rub habanero peppers on your genitals every hour for two days? Oh my god. <laughs> what? He took spicy and took it spicy. That's in, next level spicy. <laughs> in, both, in both ways that things get spicy. I saw this question... I laughed a lot about it. I thought about it. And here's my answer. Are you ready for this? Yes. 
I would rather slice up and rub habanero peppers on my hands every day after washing my hands for two weeks. And the reason why I would do that is because everything I'd touch would also have that habanero pepper juice all over it. And everyone else who touched those things would also have problems. Therefore, I'm not the only one experiencing it. I just, I want chaos and that would cause chaos. Um, This is my villain arc. That this is my villain arc, and that's what I would like. I would do that for two whole fucking weeks. That's right. <laughs> if I'm miserable, everybody else is going to be miserable too, bitch. That's my answer. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's like fucking Pearl Harbor down there in in, in Meat Towers, right? <laughs> like a delicious Mexican Pearl Harbor. Everybody can get fucked. <laughs> Uh, uh, and 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 that'll be a lesson to all of you. Because <laughs> if I'm gonna have problems, mm, 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 you're gonna have problems too, friends. Sharing the love, just sharing the spice. Well, <laughs> so that being said, uh, I would rather cut off my own fucking hands. <laughs> The deal with either of those. God You're like, damn. nope, that's not for me. No, fam. Yeah, uh, and Sean, Sean from Hot Ones is rubbing his hands together for the the episode where you take like the bomb straight to the genitals. Now, oh god, no, oh, shit. no, oh no, 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 no. Yeah, with even hotter wings, hotter questions, hotter wings. Fuck that, man. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm uh, a red-blooded male. <laughs> uh, as you may have noticed, listener at home, my my voice is broken. Uh, I have the the full scope. The full scope of manhood, for better or worse, has been like placed <laughs> upon me. Uh, so I'll take the two days option, just because uh, everyone knows that men touch their genitals uh, twice an hour anyway. So as a disgusting, putrid, horrific, um, sleazebag man, I'll take the two days just so I don't have to, like, you know... Because, you know, it happened. A window into the uh, experience of being a man, you just, like, touch yourself all the time inappropriately. (laughs) Uh, You can't help but send photos of yourself to women that don't want to like know about your existence you're just like hey here i am Mm -hmm. um here i am uh if it looks a bit raw it's because i've rubbed habanero into it for (laughs) for the last 40 minutes um (laughs) god damn it um (laughs) it hurts so good um and but 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 but, uh but now i'd like to ask you the burning question uh madam are you up God damn it. It's like 1 a.m. I've been rubbing <laughs> habanero into my genitals because lava told me. Oh. I, I think I, the question, I, I, I think it's the proper question is um, you up, but. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I believe it or not, I've, I've never sent that message to anyone uh, because I couldn't care less if anyone's awake. <laughs> Oh, like I'm, shit. I'm not fucking Neo. <laughs> I'm not Neo. <laughs> I'm not Morpheus. 
Are you wake? Come on, man. You're not about that wake culture. <clears throat> no. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a woke dude, but like, I I ain't looking for like, are you up? You up? <laughs> You've been at the club. You up? Okay. Like, I, I couldn't. I couldn't text them on that. Imagine like, the, like this is the thing about these guys. I think the audacity to be able to think that much of yourself that that person's going to be like, yeah, hell yeah, I am up. What do you do then? Cool. You go smash. That's yeah. That's... But you go. You seen any cool videos on YouTube tonight? Then. <laughs> and they go, yeah. Well, actually, I watched a five a five hour video essay about the socio political ramifications of Batman. You're like, well, as a man, you you just go, oh, I saw that video already. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Men. Paku paku. Paku paku. So what's that Crash Bandicoot mask? <laughs> no, Paku Paku. That's where the Pac-Man came from. Mm-hmm. Oh, Paku Paku. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? It's basically the sound of eating. Like, it's Japanese. Mm-hmm. God. Have you have you not watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World? I, uh, I have, but, like, here's the thing. Like, I loved I loved Scott Pilgrim when it came out, but, like, here's the difference between then and now is that the nerds have won. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I hear, like, a Legend of Zelda uh, soundbite playing, like, hey, hey, listen, I, I, I'm just like, fuck. It's like, here's the Big Bang Theory Series 3. Oh. So I find it very difficult to, like... I, I, I suppose this is where my gripe from Marvel comes in as well. Like, I find it very difficult to integrate into like nerd culture in the way that I used to and and love. I feel that it's been desecrated. All right, by, all right, that's fair. Been, that's fair. It's been desecrated by a bunch of jocks asking you up to Kevin Feige. Uh, yeah, uh, I I can see. I'm I'm just happy that nerd culture is becoming more accepted in general. Uh, it, well, yeah. but we say more except like it's the baseline for all entertainment now. Well, uh, not necessarily because, like, when I went home to visit family, I ran into somebody that I went to high school with, and they said, "Oh, so what are you doing now?" And trying to explain my day job to them on top of being a, a streamer, I say the words "content creator" and manager for an entertainer the thing that they instantly went to and they looked me up and down was you're doing porn and i was like fuck you no (laughs) i'm not the the only thing that would be more antiquated was would be if they thought you worked for pt barnum I, i mean like it's it there is still huge pockets of civilization that are just like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what? <laughs> am, am I Yeah, but touching a ball? Am I Come on, are you telling me that Are you telling me they're not involved in nerd culture? Because yeah. they definitely are. Because like there's such a high like incel rate in that. Like nerd nerd culture is fucking everywhere. Nerd nerd culture is everywhere, but there is there's still giant sections of the population that don't fucking know or understand nerd culture. They've heard of these nerd things, but nerd culture is still so unbelievably foreign to them. Well, the bat signal just came out for Ryan Seacrest. 
it's it's fucking wild like absolutely fucking wild i don't know um but you know what i realized i didn't do is in, in guest questions drew do you want to ask it this time or do you want to leave it to me oh uh, yeah well i guess i've never asked it before so yeah. it'd be this is quite novel right uh let me just get into battle station so meep <laughs> mm-hmm. yes <sighs> meep 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 that's me uh, a Wiley e. Coyote cartoon, uh, chasing the road where he said, meep, meep. And I answer that call and repeat it today. And I ask you the question we ask all our guests. If you had a mundane superpower, what would it be? A mundane superpower. Mm-hmm. And when we're talking mundane, I've realized we have to explain this um, every time is that mundane is everyday things like maybe doing the dishes. Maybe you can do the dishes really quick. Maybe you've got like some kind of uh, human resources sonar that you can hear um, human resources issues and human rights issues from a far distance and, and then solve them without there being a large company loss. Maybe... You can do the vacuuming um, without interruption. I don't know. Mundane superpower. I've got it. Oh, my God. That was so quick. I've got it. It just came to me. It's brilliant. Are you ready? Lay it on me. To always be right. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. When I ask a question, I give an answer. It's always right. Okay. Oh, shit. All right. So I feel that we should put this to the test, Ginger. Have you got any burning questions to ask me right now? Um, um, 42. 42. <laughs> All right. All right, Douglas Adams. Here we go. I've read that book. Um. All right. Well, you can't answer 42 to everything. All right. What's, the, what's three minus four? 42. I was, was going to say, please <laughs> say it, say it. This, this, is not, this is not so much a superpower as it is just the ability to say the number 42. <laughs> like, like, like you're a Pokemon, like a numerical Pokemon. Pika, pika. Paku, paku. Oh, my God. So if you say 42, God damn it. Right. Uh, she brings chaos. Oh, chaos in the form of 42. I won't take it. Um, in what does the cash register say when Maggie gets scanned in The Simpsons? 42. How dare you? Um, honestly, I've never watched a single episode of Simpsons. Don't oh, hurt shit. me. I know. Uh, it's my mom's fault. <clears throat> Doe. Doe. A deer. A female deer. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. 42. 42. Is that how I said it, Meepit's Manor? 42, 42, sir. Excuse me. Absolutely, that's how you said it. 
I don't know how to deal with this. I don't know either. <laughs> how do I deal with this? I don't know. You tell me, sir. I can't sir. believe I can't believe Tom Holland's live on the podcast right now. <laughs> Keeping giving away all the secrets. Yeah, I'm just like, oh well, I'll tell you about phase four. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Mmm. Marvel. <laughs> it's it's either a Tom Holland or a Donald Trump impression every single episode. Sometimes both. So I don't know anything about Infinity War. Okay, there it is. There it is. He doesn't know anything about anything. To be honest, that's, that's the point. I mean, where's the lie? You right. Forty-two. Forty-two. Okay. Forty-two. Uh, that's the answer to my presidential election. Uh, well, makes about as much sense as everything else involving that fucking election. So, uh, so yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> political corner. I know. Yeah. Sorry, oh, I I veered in and I just e braked back out. <laughs> yeah, oh, that you know, hot ta- what warning? Hot takes in this episode. Trump was Absolutely. a bad president. What? Facts. No, oh, really? Joe Biden's furious. Oh. Joe Biden doesn't know what's happening. What are you talking about? He's eating his ice cream. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Is that you? Is that you, Martha? Martha. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible like, Batman v Superman reference. <laughs> Martha? Martha? Uh do you think he's? Do you think he's ever like haunted by the sound of his like rocking chair? Uh, and, like, he falls asleep. You know, he's like falling asleep. He's got like paper and slippers. <laughs> and his like rocking chair goes. He hears that creak, and he goes, "Oh no, it's the American people!" <laughs> and that's it. That's like the presidential moment. And then we all take it like a sigh of like fucking like horror that it's just like this could have been Bernie man this could have been fucking Larry David in the chair mm. fucking the political state of this nation that I live in it, it, it ugh. Uh, all I'm gonna she... say, all I'm gonna say, as far as politics related <sighs> stuff, we make fun of like Biden and Trump, and that's all in all in good fun. But the only thing I'm gonna say is this: Are we a f- focus? Yes. <clears throat> we could have had a bad bitch. We could have had a bad bitch. We could have had a bad bitch. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I, I actually don't remember Cardi B uh, going for president. <laughs> Yeah. And the bucket and the mop, and we're cleaning this country. Fucking like my, country with you. My, my old roommate, <laughs> she used to just like walk into the room, and she would. You could have had a bad bitch, and then she just go about what she was doing. And so I can't hear those words without thinking of her doing that. And there's this whole little like shake, like one leg lift that she does. I'm like, what is? What? So I, I, I hope you know that you brought me that moment of, of giggles, Meep. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just saying, we could have had a bad bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've got a couple other uh, questions. Uh, one of them comes from 
uh, one of our wonderful patrons, Toasty, uh, who we all know, ADHD <laughs> Toaster, um, a Toast Boy. Um, what's your favorite thing about streaming and what keeps you going? My favorite thing about streaming? Well, honestly, my favorite thing about streaming is, number one, just meeting new people. Um, it's just been a, ri- a real ride for me because it's been almost a year and I've met so many wonderful fucking people. That's what really keeps me going to segue into that next question. Um, like meeting new people, playing, vibing, having great chaos, lots of fun. It's just been a real wild ride for me. And uh, yeah, I really enjoy it. It's also pretty cathartic for me since I... <laughs> Don't go out much. Um, kind of a homebody. I have a lot of anxieties, a lot of issues, lots of traumas that I deal with from the day to day. So streaming is kind of like a way for me to kind of step outside of like, quote, real life and just kind of vibe and have a good time with people that are like minded and silly and fun and also chaotic and murder friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that's the one thing that I truly love about streaming. It. Is it something, because you have a, a still a fairly small community. I do. And mm-hmm. and I mean, like, I'm trying to find a way to word this that doesn't make me sound like a giant dick. Because <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I know, I, I'm just shoving my foot in my mouth left, right, and center here. No good statement starts with that. No. But so you have a fairly small community and you, but you still stream. It doesn't matter if you have 30 people in your chat or Mm -mm. two people, you, you still stream and you still have fun and you still just bring the chaos and the shenanigans. And that is something that I admire and love about you. (laughs) Thank you. I, I, it doesn't really matter to me. I mean, it's great having a community, and I, li- I like to build it. I like to grow it of like-minded people who just enjoy silly chaos times, mm-hmm. shenanigans, fuckery. Um, but I honestly, I don't do this for anybody other than for me. Which, yeah, I think that's the most important thing, really. Yeah. yeah, and if you start focusing on the numbers, you just kind of lose sight of why you started it in the first place. And I told myself early on, I'm not going to focus on the numbers. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to focus on what I want to do, what I want to get out of it. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at mentally. And I think it's a pretty healthy way to look at it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty healthy. I'm just like, I'm not really worried. It's great if I have, you know, people to talk to. That's awesome. But I'm pretty good at talking to myself, too. So, yeah, I'm like, it's either way or coming up daisies. I don't, I'm just I'm here to have a good time. And if I meet fun people, have great people in chat. That's awesome. That's icing on the cake. That's just the cherry on top for me. Yeah. And that's because I get lost in the numbers sometimes. Like I, it's. You know, it's, and I, I talk to a lot of streamers. I mean, this is just as much a a passion, and I spend more time doing content creation stuff than I do my day job. And, like, I do a lot of things, and I, 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 I like to create. And whether it's just in chaos, just playing a video game and talking to people, or if it's painting or if it's doing this podcast, like whatever it is, I, I like to do lots of things and it's, 
probably a, a sign that I I need to take a step back. But no, slow down, take Not a ha- deep breath. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I. I mean. I also like really like to create. Um, mm-hmm. I like doing art a lot. I just haven't done it in a hot minute. I I'm just getting those weird like weird tick kind of moments where I just like get focused on one thing sometimes, like mm-hmm. hyper focusing on gaming. Eventually, I do want to do other types of streaming. Like I want to stream some of my art or something to that effect because I do art. I'm also writing a book. Fun fact. Um, oh it's wow. Just been a- yeah, I'm writing actually a book series. It's more like a novel, uh, ser- novel series um, that I've been working on since 2008. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, it's been a hot minute, um, but I just I don't know. If streaming it to me is just it's just fun, and I get a little fo- too focused on it. I mean, I'm also slowly, slowly and cantankerously moving some of my stuff to other platforms like TikTok and working on some stuff for YouTube. But it, for me, I'm not in a rush. Right. I'm not in a rush. Right. And that's why I enjoy and love hanging out with you so much. Cause we don't, we don't get to game together as much as I think any, anybody, any one of us involved would like, but yeah. I but when al- we do, it's beautiful. It's it's so much fun. And yes. I know that, like, the thing about community is these people will care about the things that you care about. It doesn't matter if they know or understand any, like, why it matters to you. If something matters to you, then they support. I mean, I brought up my paintings this week because I had someone reach out to me privately wanting wanting a commission and I had mentioned my paintings to them once and then now I I had to go to the art store this week because I had to go get supplies because I got commissions in and I was like "Uh, well okay which means I've got to get back into doing art streams again like it's it's such a it's such a creating when you really feel it is is such a beautiful thing. And I can tell the days when you're just really feeling it and the days that you're not. And the days that you're not, when things turn around and you really start feeling it, those are my favorite. Because then you go, you know what? This was actually really fun. I really needed this. And I didn't know that I really needed it. Yeah, I got you. And There are days when sometimes, like, I don't really, like, maybe not feel like streaming, but I'm a creature of habit, and I like a schedule. Mm-hmm. So, like, I stick to my schedule of streaming. I get sometimes in the beginning I'm not so into it, and then I'm like, this is a really fun game! Right. <laughs> At least then I just, everything picks up, you know? Yeah, and it helps when you have someone else around to, to you know, lift your mood or or, you know, you... You know, you can vent things out to and then go, okay, let's fuck around and find out. Let's have some fun. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, I play a lot with other people like Lou and Ree. Mm-hmm. So it does help when you play with other people. Yeah. It's fun. And so it's, it's, it's so nice. I mean, every time you're live, I try to do my best if I can't be present and talking in chat, which isn't very often, and I feel really bad. I still That's, at least... You're fine. You got stuff on your plate. 
I know. I still well, at least try. I, to I, I, I feel as I, I feel that you guys like your schedules kind of overlap as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a, like you can't really go and like enjoy each other's like product mm-hmm. in that way. And so the fact that there's that like even that much camaraderie when you have that you know discrepancy in how you can spend your time with each other like that's fantastic yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and one day ginger and i are gonna go for drinks yes um (laughs) and that'll be an interesting day oh my god it's going to be wonderful and i can't wait um it's it's just live action chaos yeah it'll be glorious uh but I mean, but that's the thing is like my chat uh, last night was talking about me just buying a van and, and traveling around the country to meet the community and, you know, eventually trying to go meet followers from other parts of the world and stuff, which I, I fully intend on trying to do at some point. But it's the thing that I love, though, is that your community is just as much a part of like my community, those people that come around and they like me and they hang out and stuff. Like I didn't know Grizz very well until Grizz was just like in December, just like, hi, I'm here and I'm going to do some chaos. And I was like, beautiful. Like fucking let's go. Grizz was around. (laughs) Grizz just never really, I never really got to talk to Grizz. And it's, it's a wonderful, beautiful thing that I, I, the, the culture and the community that you cultivate, it makes me so happy and it makes me happy to see my friends successful and, (laughs) and because you don't have to have big numbers to be successful. You can be a little guy and be successful and just doing what you do and having fun. Cause I'm a little guy, you know, I mean, it just, it is what it is. Yeah, and the community that I've built, it's small, but we're mighty, you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. it feels like a little family, and it's beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, I the day that my dad uh, went to the ER, like, five minutes before stream start, like, I had so many community members reach out to me and give me their personal phone numbers and, like, hey, if you need anything, just... Just call me. People messaging me and and people still ask how my dad is doing. And it's been three weeks since he was in the ER. Like, it's it's something that I never got in non-internet-based interactions. Like, my friends in college didn't didn't care as much as my internet friends do. You know, they, they take it all for granted. And so that's that's what I love about seeing these these communities. And yours in particular is just such a family, and I love it. I love it, too. Yeah. It's a good community. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I, I'm i done being schmoopy-whoopy. Schmoopy. Schmoopy-whoopy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting all up in the fields. 
all up in those feels. Uh-huh. Uh, feeling the feels. Feeling the flow. I know. Drew, Working it. Did anybody submit questions to you for me? Uh, yep. We've got one question here. Uh, OMG, it's Lewis. Okay. Sends us a question, and he says, if you guys were a genre of music, which genre of music would you be and why? Don't all answer at once. I'm thinking. That's interesting. I'm thinking, yeah, that's an interesting question. Genre of music. If you were a genre of music, which would you be and why? Uh, well, I'll I, come out of the game. Um, adult contemporary. Okay. Uh, just the sound of someone like a white person slapping a bongo and not caring. <laughs> Is that what the kids are calling it now these days? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like colonialism, guys. There we go. Like someone slapping a bongo poorly. <laughs> out of time. Out of time and out of touch. I guess like Hall of Notes. Hall of Notes. Would be oh like me God. and like, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you're out of touch. I'm out of time. <laughs> That's me, like in musical form. Uh, the reason why, I think you can already tell. Yeah, I sound like a Grand Theft Auto soundtrack being played at the wrong speed. <laughs> I, th- I think for me, um, I think I would be EMO. Mm-hmm. That's okay. right. I said that out loud. I said that out loud. Okay. E- EMO. I did that. I said that out loud. I'm going to own it. It's fine. Yeah. I have an EMO since my, since my, my day of birth, I'm pretty sure. Right. Um, Panic, and, Panic and, at the D-I-S-C-O. Mm-hmm, 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 <laughs> yep. I have always been in my feels, and that is why. I just have a lot of feelings. Yeah. She doesn't even go here, but I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> <laughs> so when it comes to taking back Sunday, Meep's already got the receipt in her hand. Oh, yeah. Correct. When she goes to the Best Buy. Are you, I'm what, always what in the misery business, okay? Oh, oh my god. Welcome god. to my life. Oh, my God. I love this. Keep going. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love it. On it. Yeah. And, and you know. I'm any mid- not okay. Trust me. Any Midwest listeners? Ohio is for lovers. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> Fuck Hawthorne Heights. <laughs> Cause I fall asleep tonight or die. Please. <laughs> because you killed me. Please. Please. Here's a shout out to anyone that was in the uh, Dirty Little Secret video. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All American Rejects, a little secret. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. like the you know, just to be that like guy that obviously like used to have flesh tunnels, but it looks like a fucking cat's asshole in his ears now. <laughs> He's like, I get bullied at work, but it's okay. But um who held up the placard in the uh Dirty Little Secret video that just said, I eat my own poop. Hey, right. <laughs> Uh, Who has to know? 
Oh, now the world knows. Right? Well, now, now that we've stitched these wounds up. <clears throat> oh, my God. I know. I did that. What, you what about you, Ginger? <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel... What I would we... love to say is, like, grunge. Butt rock. Butt uh, rock. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> but... Oh, <laughs> That's what she has to say I about it. Get up, get down with the sickness. Get up, get down with the sickness. Um, yeah, you way, better. Way, way to go with those 1950s lyrics, guys, by the way. David Draymond. <laughs> right. I... Get up, get down. Come on, come on, get down. Get down, get down. Sorry. <laughs> I I would say a kind of that, that, grunge, that grunge movement. As much as we talked about Nirvana earlier, though, like it, that grunge movement that that coming out of the the punk in that in between of like the alt rock, like I feel like that's just kind of where I fall. Like there's meaning. It's pretty sad. It's pretty fucking dark. Or it's just really angry. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> so that's ginger snaps of pearl jam, everyone. Uh, yeah, but that's, but that's that's it. Like, lately uh, uh, I I'll remember picking on a bar. This harmless little fuck. We leave tomorrow. Like, way to give birth to Chad Kroger like it was in the Alien franchise, by the way. Right. Fucking Eddie Vedder. Because, like, looking at, like, like that, that fucking Jeremy. Jeremy's morning! You can almost imagine, like, that giving birth directly to watching us, watching, watching us. Yeah. And, but there's a thing about fucking grunge that is is also very fucking like soft and vulnerable at times and that's the people i feel that people that's only, legitimately good reasoning but like way. pearl jam last kiss yeah it, like so when you what people see of me is very rarely the the angry loud aggressive side and uh, as people in my private life they know when I'm upset about something because I don't yell at them. I yell to them. And then I go, listen, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell to you. I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to reflect on my actions and calm the fuck down. But that edge. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm going to reflect on my actions. But that's that's what it is, though, is like that's very because especially when I was younger, I was that kid that was punching the brick wall to keep from punching somebody like that rage still sits somewhere below the surface. But I do. such. you a- know what's funny about that? Were you one of those I wall punchers, to too? No, it's oh. funny because you were the kid that would punch walls in order to not hurt somebody. And I was the kid who just cried because they were so fucking pissed off. Yeah. yeah and that's well. another reason why I fit in the AMO category. Well, this, this is why it's quite funny for me. I was the kid that, that bowled it all up until I was 19 and then I needed a therapist. 
Yeah, it's well, and I bottled things up until I exploded, but the explosions happened a lot because there was so much compacted. If you so meep when you meet me in person, look at my knuckles because I the only knuckles on my hands that aren't flat are for my middle fingers, ironically enough, because I broke my hands so much punching brick walls. Like it's it's fucking crazy. Like the so it fucking grunge just fits so well and I hate it. <laughs> oh my god. As much as we've talked about Nirvana and and stuff tonight, like uh Alice and Chains fucking rule. Sang on rule. Um I'd punch a fucking brick wall right now to be able to change my answer. <laughs> But, but yours from adult adult contemporary. But yours fits you so well. Your yours is so fitting for you, though. What what hole of notes? Uh, listen, <laughs> think think about uh, what would you rather have me have said? Nah, it should have been like fucking Pink Floyd. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> That's the alternative. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like a like a dad in his study listening to Pink Floyd, like that, like. <laughs> When the solo comes up, he's like, "Listen to this." Right. No, he's still talking. He's like, "Stop talking!" Yeah. Stop talking. <laughs> and I, and I, I, like, I'm definitely. Well, I'm definitely adult. I'm, I'm like tears for fears. Mm-hmm. Like shout, 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 let it all out. Please, mm-hmm. and like, just because it just sounds ridiculous. And I think that like that's my lane. I'm just like a like a surfer of ridiculous shit. Oh God, yeah, yep, that fits. Hollow notes. You make my dreams. Yeah, (laughs) yo, make my dreams come true. (laughs) 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 Listen to that fucking that like like that like chorus that chorus of uncertainty. Oh fuck! <laughs> that hole notes. Oh well, you know that. What else? Oh, here she comes! Watch out, boy! She'll chew you up. She's a man, man eater. Yeah, she's a she's a bad streamer. Whoa! Oof. Ouch! No, no one here. <laughs> no, no one. I mean, here. I mean, like bad in like the Michael Jackson sense, or like you know, like sick. <laughs> Sick as in like the Tony Hawk sense. Ah, okay. Tony <laughs> I've just done like a, a sick like revert to manual combo. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> uh, so I think we'll do one last <laughs> question. Uh and it comes from Real Andy DeSeal. Go. And do you get as much joy as he he does when uh, when someone says your name in conversation? Is this to everyone? <laughs> this it, it's 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 literally just blanket. Uh, like he didn't specify meep druid or myself in particular. Um, I feel like I know your answer, meep. <laughs> What's my answer? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 40, no. 42. 42. 
42. <laughs> Absolutely um, fantastic. The hidden number. I mean, I don't know. It's no, n- no. So uh, it's that's just my name. I can I can imagine Rage's. I was filming. born this with this name. I came out of the womb, meet this man. What are you talking about? <laughs> like I, I can I can imagine Stephen Colbert announcing Meepit's Manor is coming to the stage. I just felt Meep shrivel. That, that gives me anxiety <laughs> thinking about that. Actually, I just felt fuck that. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> oh well, sorry, I didn't say James Corden. You oh fine? God, <laughs> nobody would watch anyway, so that'd be fine. Oof, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, uh, carpool karaoke, anyone? Vomit. I mean... Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. <laughs> Watch out, meep. She'll chew you out. I mean... You fuck up enough, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, that, that's because it's like meep, it's manner. It's like, she's a mana eater. <laughs> I do love me some mana. Yes. If that one thing I've gauged from the last like three and a half hours of conversation, it's that. I I, I have an actual. <laughs> you love you, you love manner. Meep sure. Meep. It's it is okay. So it is manner. I feel like I need to explain your... my name. Yeah, please do because that wasn't. I, I need to explain this. So, how did I pe- get Meepit's Mana? How did I choose this name? The answer is 84 years ago, when I was just a young teenage girl, I used to be on this little forum website, message boards, I guess you could say, forum. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Um, for a particular card game <clears throat> called Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes! <laughs> and um, my name there for a whole fucking decade if not longer was Mana. And all of my people that know me from that particular site, which I have met several of them in real life, know me as Mana. <laughs> Cut to almost, almost a year ago when I'm like, okay, so a lot of these people know my real name. <laughs> oh. And I a lot of these people know my real name. And I wanted to kind of like keep the man apart, but also kind of cover my assets. And I just picked Meep at random because I thought it was fun. Because it's like Meep. It's like kind of a shock surprise kind of sound. That's mm-hmm. what that word is. So Meep, it's mana. Meep, it's mana. That's 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 the notion that I went with. Um to kind of keep the mana name, but also make it different so that I wouldn't get doxxed. Fair. Well, that, that awkward moment when your government name is Blue Eyes White Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I summon you, Exodia Bolt. I summon you, Meep it's mana. Yes. If that is your real name. And the mana, mana, obviously mana is magic, because that's the nerd yeah. thing. Right. But mana, the reason why I chose mana in the first place a million years ago was because I was a nerd. I'm <laughs> still a nerd. Um, even more of a nerd, so that the dark magician girl mm-hmm. 
Her Egyptian name is Mana. Yep. <laughs> yep. I used to and enjoy t- Yu-Gi-Oh, so I yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a tale as old as time. Huh. Uh, so that's 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 the name. That's okay. how I come up with it. And uh, here I am. In and now, now I call you Murder Friend or Meepsikins. <laughs> yes. And it's kind of funny because a, a lot of people, like, they call most people call me Meep, which is fine. A couple of people actually call me Mana, which is also fine. And then you call me Meepsikins, which is wonderful. I love that. <laughs> um, a couple people call me Meepits, which also is fine. Meepits. <laughs> Um, Michelle Boyd, um, when I was on her, you know, just kind of in her chat, she called me Meepits. She was like, Meepits! So, that is beautiful, and I love it so much. That sounds like a Michelle thing. Uh, It definitely is a Michelle thing. Meepits just reminds me of, you remember that Cartoon Network show, Cubics? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That CGI, like, sweet bit of, like, something. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. It makes me really wish my username was uh, Cubics Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I always wondered the the story behind. It. I wondered if it was Magic the Gathering or like what what or D&D that prompted it's, the man. It's nerdier than Magic the Gathering. It's but it's, it's definitely Yu-Gi-Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh related. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've got a great story by the way. Just sorry to derailed the conversation since she said mm. magic magic the gathering uh a friend of mine used to work in a hotel about half an hour drive away from where i'm at now like by the airport and it uh was occupied by this like slightly overweight uh very strange person they they were on watch for him because he uh was bothering the female guests of the hotel and when he left and they went to clean the hotel room, his bathtub in the room was full of Magic the Gathering cards. What, what? what do you think about that? Um, did he leave them there? He did, yeah. Did he rage quit? He well, it would seem so. Imagine, imagine like rage quitting from like live play. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's not I, that's not a manner way to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah, I wow. That's that's an interesting story. I I feel concerned it's old, it's about old, what everybody what happened. Game. I'm I'm curious what happened to that poor guy like, that just left he, all his cards. Did he have that's like a lot an, of money. an epiphany like he was like I've wasted my time? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it should have been playing Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> or, or, or fucking, like, you know, maybe he couldn't fit him in because of his Beyblade collection. His Beyblade collection. suitcase. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what, um, hey, I've got a guest question just for everyone right now. If you were a bit beast in Beyblade, what would your bit beast be? Mm. I don't know because I've never even played that game. I at Beyblade was something that I consumed a tiny bit of. I barely fucking remember Beyblades. So you know what Bit Beast is though? They had like a little drawing of an animal in the middle of the spinning top. Mm. And was the there whole... a dragon? Oh, surely there was. I mean, like the Whatever. whole idea. 
the coolest dragon. I'll do. I'll be the coolest dragon because I never played that game. <laughs> the coolest dragon there is. <laughs> the coolest Breathing fire. The coolest, the coolest fucking dragon. Fucking hell! All right, the, the <laughs> three desol- eyes, blue eyes. <laughs> the, the desolation of meat. <laughs> oh, there we go. I would also be a dragon. Um, but like an even cooler dragon, so even like there, that's okay. even, even cooler. cooler yeah, yeah. You're dragon. trying to offset my overwhelming, overwhelming coolness. Yeah, yeah. Get well, it? I, mean, I be, get it. I'll be dragon ice blast. I was gonna say, there's oh, a shit. lot of fucking dragons on Beyblades. Because <laughs> I'm googling them right now. I didn't get on <laughs> IMDb. This also, time, googling them right now. All fucking oh, Beyblades have goddamn dragons on them. It feels like. Oh, so they had a fucking tigers on them. <laughs> Come on, what, what, like fierce animals of different like fucking like walks of the mammalian there, world. Looking at one called Dragoon Storm, bringing on the storm. Let's do that because storms are chaos. They are <laughs> dragon bringing on the storm. Mm-hmm. Wow, there's a storm coming, Mister Wayne. Oh, um. <laughs> I don't know this this dragon that's a uh, black, purple, teal, and pink. Nice. I, I right, yeah. bet. <laughs> bet fab- that one. Well, f- fabulous that dragon. One. That guy right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, start your engines and may the best bit beast win. Right. <laughs> so, Putting new, like all the dragons in the uh, Bay Bay world, putting new meaning to the uh, title RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh my it's god! All dragons, so yeah. like bit beef dragons, leftover uh, Bay Blade mascots. <laughs> yeah, uh, like uh, <laughs> they're all dragons. You know, like blue eyes, white dragon. Yu Gi Oh is no better. Drag- <laughs> dragon Ball Z, no better. Dragons, fucking everywhere. Hame hame ha 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 ha. Yeah, I'll spirit bomb that shit out. <laughs> see, see you in eighty minutes when it's ready. <sighs> well, that's the thing. Like a, a spirit bomb. How long it took Goku to get a spirit bomb ready? Martha Stewart may may as well have been in charge. I love Martha Stewart. Oh, what? Martha. Her Martha Stewart. And Snoop Dogg, I think, is one of the most wholesome things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's yo, beautiful. yo. So Snoop Dogg has this cookbook called Crook to Cook, and yep. she wrote the introduction forward for it. And it's yep. fucking everything. Their friendship is beautiful. It's I love it so much. So it's good. Yeah, but she's so a bad, fantastic. Martha Stewart's a, like a bad bitch, man. Yeah, she is a bad bitch. Yep, she's been to the clink. A bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. One, two, three, and to the foe. Snoop Doggy Dog, Martha, and Martha Stewart, Stewart is at the door. Yes. Blue eyes, white dragon, how the fuck? I ain't okay. never been with a baddie. <laughs> she calls like add her to the tally. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I want to see. Is a, I, Ginger Ginger talks the streetwise <laughs> the, the streetwise edition. 
I want to see fucking Snoop teach Martha how to play Madden on his Twitch stream. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be prime that content. That would be 10 out of 10. so fucking good. I would be there. I would be like, say less. Because Snoop, I love Snoop because like he'll sit and he'll play video games and he streams and I'm sure he just makes fucking bank on it. But... Snoop one day got pissed off at fucking Madden and he like slammed his controller down. He threw off his headphones and he left the room, came back eight hours later, high as fuck with like a drink and some snacks. And I was like, wait, am I still streaming? And everybody's just like, uh, yo, Snoop, <laughs> you're still live, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> Imagine that like sweet car, like one, two, three, until the four. Look out, Martha, here's how you pass the ball. <laughs> It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Just uh, watch, like, because T-Pain is, he's a streamer, and he does, like, <laughs> he does this, this, you know, he does his thing, fine, whatever. But Snoop is old enough that some of this stuff is still real foreign to him, and he just does it because people say, yo, you should do this. And so he just does it. All right, bet. But yeah. he's he's like also he's just he's he's so stoned that going to the bathrooms new to him every time he goes like over there. <laughs> right. Oh my god, there's some urine flowing out of my pee-pee. And he can't <laughs> believe it. Like, do you know what I mean? Like he's that stoned, he's like forgotten he urinates. Right. Just, like a dog on the carpet. He I wonder how much he actually smokes. Like, I mean, it, yo, it, it feels like I've smoked a lot since we started recording. <laughs> like it's, it's like does nothing. Does it feel like it? Does it feel like it? I, I, I can assure you, it does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the 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 form of my responses by the end of the episode always like derails into the point where I just sound like a fucking asshole. Look, I sound terrible by the end of every single... There has not been a single episode of Ginger Talks where I sound the same way I did at the start. Mm -hmm. Because, like, in my mind, I've got, like, a Snoop Dogg thing going. I'm like, Druid Dogg. (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It's fucking... It's wild. It, It really is just... Just thinking about Snoop. Sorry, my brain is just spiraling on this. Fucking <laughs> like Snoop and Martha. Them having a Twitch cooking show. And then later in the day, they're both high as fuck trying to play video games. Like I would watch the shit out of that. I mean, Tell me yeah, that that's... it's not the next most watched channel besides the Bob Ross weekend marathons. That would be the channel to watch. That would be pro- that's that is on the list of my that's on my bucket list. That's what I want. Snoop, Martha, hear me out. <laughs> right? We know you're listening, uh, Martha. Come on. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, uh, friend of the podcast, Martha Stewart. <laughs> we we got we got we got her through prison, like she told us, uh, and we were like, we've not even started a podcast yet. Um, because we had that like all important like in the first couple episodes when we were teaching people how to make prison shivs, 
and um, it's important to bake it into something first. Yes, I think yeah, that's a yeah, good tip. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and bake it and bake it with love. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Snoop Dogg misinterpreted that, and then he just got baked on the side. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. But sometimes you you hit that certain level of baked where you just make the most delicious fucking food, though. Or and at least yeah. you think it's the most delicious type of food. Yeah. I was gonna say, well, and then the next day you're like, "Wait, why does the kitchen look like this? Oh God, what did I make? What did I eat?" And then yeah. you know. I think I'm 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 kind of the level of baked where I would possibly put like butter and sugar into a bowl and then just mix it up. Oh, spread it on some toast. That's that's oh, that's the solution to that. I'm not giving him that satisfaction. Put <laughs> <laughs> that butter on some toast. Oh, toasty boy. Well, I think uh, unless there's anything else to add, I. Th- think that about wraps up our time uh, okay druid you got anything else there friendo uh i do not well me absolutely loved having you on this has been a blast um i loved being here it's been fun tell tell our friendly listeners where they can find you and and, and show you some love um, you can find me on twitch.tv slash mana, where we fuck around and find out, and I live on a corner of that particular street, so, uh, yeah, you can find me there. <laughs> the, uh, said with the tone that makes me feel like you're trying to, like, summon my dead loved ones, I loved it. Please <laughs> well, come. Come by. Yeah. Please follow. Yes. Please enjoy the chaos. Meep is absolutely a wonderful person. Absolutely love her to death. So please check her out, guys. And huge special thank you to our patrons, uh, Red, Toast, and Lava. You guys helped make this possible. So I I, I appreciate you guys so much. Um, Meep, I appreciate you. Druid, I appreciate you. Like one. (laughs) Appreciate you. 